I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, welcome to the Sebae cast number 39 with Mr. Mammal, and I am beyond excited for this one. Mr. Mammal or Jordan, how you doing today? I am doing great. I am excited to be on the Sebae cast. <laughs> Congrats on doing over 30 of these. That's awesome. Thank you very much. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Like, There's only been a couple weeks that I haven't done a Sebae cast, but for the most part, and this is this is a lot for me because uh, I'm usually like a person that would procrastinate things like this. Or just mm, yeah. get really lazy about it and just stop. So this is definitely a project I've been working on that's like actually gone pretty well for That's good. I mean yeah. it must be it must be, it must mean you enjoy them, which is good. Oh, I love them so much. Seriously. Like I think uh I think getting Rigandau on and then getting Paul on, those were like two streamers that were just so big i know in my eyes like watching them years and years ago right right getting to talk to them like in a one-on-one conversation was just crazy to me like i i totally feel that i know uh i don't obviously don't want to like spoil any topics before we get too far but like i i feel the same way when i went to my first rune fest like getting to like i guess i myself i'm a streamer but it was still like unreal like being there in person i'm like that's bodie standing right there like oh my god like, yeah it's it's nuts yeah no i've never been to a rune fest and i'm like really wanting to go now just uh and, and especially like yeah. as a content creator now i, I guess that's got to just be a little bit more uh i don't know there's got to be a different feel to it knowing that there's Extra people special. coming for like you as well and you're also yeah. going for other content creators so yeah it's it's cool in both ways like like you said it's it's the weirdest thing when people come up to you and they're like hey man can i get an autograph i'm like <laughs> me like, me <laughs> like for for what like, you know it's weird yeah very surreal though <laughs> so uh i'm gonna be honest with you i went onto your youtube last night and i okay. sorted from uh oldest <laughs> i don't know if you've ever done that like went to somebody's oh, channel I, oh god i have <laughs> search by oldest and stuff anyway i was watching a few i just like clicked on a few and watched for a few seconds on us on some of them and uh 
it's just cool because sometimes I see YouTubers, like big YouTubers and stuff and big streamers as like they started off and they just were like instantly big or whatever, you know? Right, but right. It's a process, you know? And uh, it is. It, it was like humbling for me to see like, okay, like sometimes I see my own stuff and I'm like, ah, like, man, like I'm not producing stuff that's on like this person's level, you know? Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, I feel the same way. Like, right now, whenever I watch a Guns Chili video, I just feel immediately bad about myself. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. This dude's editing is so incredible. Like, what? Yeah. Uh, but you know what I did see that was really cool? was like, um, I scrolled up from, like, your oldest videos up until the Fire Cape video. And that Fire Cape video, okay. I kid you not, that thumbnail is nostalgic to me. The yeah, thumbnail it's... is. <laughs> Yeah, I had a very consistent, like, old style of thumbnail, which, I mean, I, I think it's not nearly as effective because clearly it's not what people really do nowadays. But my thing was, like, big text at the top and the bottom and a cool picture in the middle. <laughs> like, it's not bad. Yeah, it's, no, it's it, not, it's it not does bad. the job. Right. But that was, like, my thumbnails. Almost every video I made during that era was, like, that was my go-to right there. Yeah. No, and... uh I mean, we, we don't even need to talk about thumbnails because my thumbnails are literally like a, a random screenshot of what I'm doing in the game, and I don't put any work into it. Although, recently I'm starting to get into thumbnail making because I realize how big of a deal that is in YouTube. It is. It's really, really important, and I guess it you know it makes sense because it's it's the first thing that might catch somebody's eye. If let's say they're not you know if they're not coming to your video from being subscribed to you. If they're coming from a recommended, you know, that's going to catch their eye on that sidebar. Yep. Uh, but, I mean, it it's crazy how sometimes, like, the simple ones work really well. Because I, I think about, you know, some of the biggest uh, OSRS YouTubers. You think of, like, Torvesta and Framed. Their thumbnails are, like, like a lot of, like, big Torvesta videos. It's like a screenshot of items in his inventory. Yeah. Like, it depends on the video. But, like, sometimes the really simple stuff works super well. Yeah, it's got to be just something that's, like, just pops out. And, yeah, it, it really doesn't matter if it's simple or complex. Well, I mean, it can't be too complex. But, like, I think it's just that right. thing that just pops out of you. Like, oh, like, or this is something that's been on my mind or something. Like, Yeah, I wonder, I wonder based off of that thumbnail, what's going to happen in this yeah. video? Like, yeah, <laughs> something like that. And I got to work on my clickbaiting skills a little bit more. You know, I mean... <laughs> I, I I personally have gotten a little worse with it. I, I used to be strictly... So, like, my old videos were titled, like, Mr. Mammal 2007 Progress Episode Number. And that was it. Yeah. Like, I just... I didn't, I didn't even, like, vary from that. And then when I started my hardcore series, I started giving them actual names based off of what happens in the video. I would say the upside is, like you said, when you put actual stuff, you can, like, clickbait a little bit more. The downside is you have to think of stuff, which sucks. It's sometimes it's so hard to think of a good title. It was so easy to just copy and paste Mr. Mammal Progress video, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I I think of, like, I feel like my OCD kind of prevents me from that. But I need to just get out of myself and realize, like, okay, this would actually help my channel grow. Because sometimes, like, even my rambles, just like, ramble one ramble two like ramble like just right, that's it and right. then i'll i'll say something but it's it's not 
grabby enough you know and then the sebe cast is just sebe cast and then the person's yeah which yeah it would work if it was you and it would work if it was foe and it would work if you know any guy that already has like recognition but if it's somebody that sure that people haven't really heard of you need to like i listen to a lot of podcasts and i listen to a lot on youtube and one thing they do is they don't even say you know sebe cast or like they won't even say the title of the podcast they'll just say the guest and then five words that kind of summarize what they are talking about and then the thumbnail says what the title of like the actual thing is like the podcast yeah yeah that makes sense yeah that makes a lot of sense i guess it'd be like let's say you were doing interviews of like you know if, if you were interviewing I don't know some like famous actor, right? Then the name would be enough to yeah. make people go, "Oh, I I know that person. I want to see that." So, yeah, I I know what you mean. And that was um, I kind of struggled with it for a long time as well, where I just kind of felt, I felt like if I was gonna do these uh, you know, these titles that were like, "You won't believe what I got," you know, type <laughs> stuff, or like it it, <laughs> you know, it's cliche, but like you see it, uh. I, I was just like, wow, I feel like people are really going to judge me for this. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they're going to be like, oh, man will, man will change. You know, he's, I miss he's given into the clickbait. Yeah. Exactly. It's <laughs> so, and it's one of those things where you have to just get out of your own head and be like, if somebody actually likes you, they're not going to care that you're yeah. trying to put a better and, title on your video. If the content is the same. Exactly. That's the difference is like, is the actual content now just this shallow clickbait? content or is it the same content with a little bit more grab in the title yeah and if and if it's the same then you know people will recognize that and just go well i like the video anyway so i guess do what you gotta do you know yeah whereas if it (laughs) if it is here's a clickbait video it's 10 minutes and one second just so i can get the ads (laughs) like i mean you know people can tell people can tell okay so as we all know and everyone here now uh it ha- is definitely aware of if you've ever fucking played this game or been on reddit or anything hd has come out 117 has produced an absolute masterpiece mm-hmm. and i'm playing on it right now as people can see unless you're listening to this on like spotify or something but um it looks amazing and i want to hear your thoughts on it uh there's a little bit of issues on my end where i like my poh is really laggy prif is a little bit unplayable, like at max settings, but everything yeah. else seems to be like insanely smooth, and it doesn't really take away from the game at all because you still got your rune light settings. Yeah, which you know, it's incredible that it's 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 working really well on my end as well, which is incredible because it's like a beta that just came out, yeah. and it was made by one guy, <laughs> I know. one dude. I mean, that's insane. That, 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 that It's wild to think about. And it's made by one dude who, like, I mean, I know I think he has, like, a, a Patreon, I think. But, like, he's not yeah. even getting paid. Like, Yeah, it was, it. it was just a passion project, which is <laughs> yeah. nuts. It's like somebody that a was, testament to his talent. Exactly. And somebody that was paid for this probably would not, n- not be able to live up to this. Like, Oh, no, probably not. I talked about that a couple of days ago where it's, like... You know, you might have a passion for doing this kind of thing, but at the end of the day, if you go in and work on it from nine to five, it's a it's a job. You yeah. know, it, w- whether it's a passion or not, it's a job. Whereas somebody who's doing it purely because this is all I want to do, like yep. the, the product is going to be better. So, absolutely. I mean, Jagex should be happy. You know, they 
they have they have this huge beautiful update that made the community really happy and they well i guess presumably paid nothing for it you know what we <laughs> yeah. know what happens behind the scenes but like they didn't have to pay their employees to develop it it's just here you know yeah. I, I don't know um what percentage of the player base uses rune light i think it's well over half oh so, yeah it has to be well yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i i think so yeah i'm just i'm just thinking of like mobile users who just like have no idea that this game's even on like PC. yeah just, but yeah no it's huh? it's got to be over half of like actual players yeah. i i would think so too um but yeah it looks it looks so good i spent uh i spent a couple hours yesterday just running around the game just like testing all the different places and i think my favorite part of it is just the lighting like when you find oh yeah um you know like like even little stuff like torches inside of a building yep the way that they glow it, it makes you you know before they were just there because it makes sense yeah. like it, like thematically there should be a torch on this wall but now it's like oh this is providing light this yep. is lighting up this dim castle like it <laughs> It's it's, cra- it's it's like a real game. It's yeah. you know, it's nuts. And the craziest part is, okay, first of all, the shadows are unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I'm like, like they're actually shadows. Like for some reason, I had in my head just like everybody would have like a circle shadow below them. You know, like yeah, but they're super. <laughs> but they're like the actual objects shadow, and it's like dynamic. So I'm looking at this rock. So I'm fishing carambons. There's a rock with like mossy leaves, and the water's making the shadow like it's like wiggling in the water it's so weird it's like yeah it's it's super weird i what got me the most as far as shadows go was well um really like heavily treed areas look cool so um like the shazian area you know that they redid it with all those like big trees that looks sweet um but i did some tob last night and i put the camera like kind of behind me at maiden and I swung, I have a holy scythe, and, yeah. and when I swung it, j- the shadow on the ground behind me was just a perfect silhouette of, like, the holy scythe. And I was just oh like, oh my god, what? I'm like, how does he do this? Like, that's, it's mind-blowing how good it actually is. So I did um, a Chambers of Zarek challenge mode uh, in HD yesterday, and, like, okay, first of all, everything was, be- like, Tecton was beautiful, crabs was amazing ice demon looked so crazy but shamans yeah. really got me shamans they is squirts the little green juice thing at you yeah and yeah sometimes it goes out of the screen so you like you know it shot at you but you can't see it until it's about to land on you but yeah yep. it had a shadow of it the entire way it oh, was that's so sick. weird it was like oh this is like actually game changing like you can actually see stuff a lot better I was it, like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it, yeah. It, it's crazy. And yeah, Skidler was tiles have shadows. Yeah, um, and I I just saw this because of Skidler, but like, uh, he was doing Ulm this morning, and like he's shooting his trident out, and you see the blue like glow of the trident, like yes. casting like this... it goes like past Ulm's head, and you can kind of see it reflecting on him. I'm like, oh my god, like that's yeah. <laughs> It's as RuneScape players, you know, we've gotten accustomed to these, <laughs> yeah. you know, old school graphics. So we see this and it's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's yeah. insane. The, and uh... it's not taking away anything, which is unbelievable. Because I always see HD as like, oh, this is like a novelty. It's just like, okay, like this is cool to flick on for a little bit. And then. Yeah, cool to look at. But th- I mean, this is usable. Yeah. Like, 
I, I could see myself continuing to use this indefinitely, you yeah. know? I will need to upgrade my processor, I think, if I want to use it completely indefinitely, just because of the, any little sort of frame drop just bothers me. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I know what you mean. When when things drop below 50, it's like, oh, no, I hate yeah. that. That looks awful. Like, yeah. 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 It, it, I'm sure, you know, compared to regular room light, it probably is way more intensive on your PC. Like, I mean, surely it has to be. Yeah. I was looking at, uh, like, I did my uh whatever it's called like the task manager thing i was like that the process is running and i think it's like yeah. five times as high on my gpu just yep. using this so i'm like eh, i don't know how it's gonna be because i haven't streamed with it yet so i'm like hopefully because my computer is not great but it does the yeah. job with just normal <laughs> runescape yeah so we'll have to yeah see. so and that you know that maybe is one drawback well, well that's i guess the nice thing is is that it is optional at the end of the day yeah um for people that might not have a great computer, unfortunately, maybe it might not be an option, which sucks. You know, that'll be, I'm sure they'll be sad they can't use it. But I, I guess that was one of my big things coming into all this was I I really like the idea of an HD update so long as it's toggleable. Yes. I, 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 don't, I don't think for old school RuneScape it's something that should be permanent. But if it's toggleable, if it's something you want to use, you like it, then you should use it. And that's cool. But if Jagex were ever to, you know, because I think the whole, I'm assuming we would have got into this anyway, but the whole drama that occurred with this, my assumption was that they were like, okay, at some point, we are going to make our own HD plugin, so we don't want you to put this out, and then, you know, that would take away from ours. So you would you would have to assume they came to some form of agreement that was like, okay, when... Our HD plugin is done someday. We're going to make you remove yours, which is, again, I, this is my assumption. Yeah. Which, again, as long as it's not like a full, like, okay, this is the new graphics of the game, you know, as long as it's yeah. a toggle, I think it's okay. But, yeah. And, like, I can kind of see where Jagex is coming from for trying to make everything like theirs. Like, I think that's... Like, I, oh, yeah, I that, get it. Like, yeah. that, like, that's probably a smart thing, maybe. Like, they're like, like as a company, they're saying, like, hey, we got to do this. But I'm just seeing it at, at, like, a player level. Again, I'm pretty ignorant toward, like, legitimate business decisions and stuff. But I'm just thinking, I'm like, you guys got to be just so grateful for this. Like, you're not paying a dime. Right. And you're getting the most beautiful updates. Like, this game is amazing with RuneLight. RuneLight has, like... Cause so much player retention and stuff, and oh yeah, like yeah. oh my god, like you you guys trying to stop that is so counterproductive and just like it almost is like evil. It's like why would you do this to your own it game? Is. Like stop trying to control everything. Just like there obviously there's lines that can be crossed, and I totally. So like the one thing with clients is I know there's people in the player base that are like really into you know speed running or something like that and they don't want right. things to be tainted by like really op clients but like for the vast majority of players runelight is not taking away anything and we live in 2021 now almost we're going on 2022 we're not living like as children anymore like the game's going to evolve we're going to get plugins that are arguably extremely op like quest helper and stuff yep. it's like yeah it's just the game now like we just have to accept it there's no stopping it or else you're just gonna like i don't know you're gonna you're gonna stagnate kind of in a way yeah absolutely 
Yeah, it is. It's a very different game now than it used to be. Um, I talk about that a lot, but it's, you know, the graphics look similar. The, you know, the combat system maybe is still similar. The The biggest difference now between back in the day for real is the average, is like the average mentality of the player. Uh, you know, back in the day, people hopped on RuneScape after they got home from elementary school and they wanted to dick around with their <laughs> rune scimitar in the Edgeville wilderness. Okay, that yes. was fun. That's what, that's, that's what yeah. they wanted to do. Yep. Now, the average RuneScape player wants to progress. They're, they're an adult, yep. okay? You know, they, they, they go to work, they come home, they have a couple hours to play. They want to see tangible progress. And so, you know, the average, the mentality of the player, right, is different. And so things like Quest Helper, which is, you know, huge, huge boost to efficiency. Because, like, I did um, Underground Pass on Dead Man mode, like, not too long ago. Mm -hmm. And, like, people think of Underground Pass as this disgustingly long quest that's terrible. <laughs> I put Quest, I swear to God, I did it in 20 minutes. I mean, it was just, <laughs> I mean, it was nothing, it, you know. So it's, it's, like, updates like that have serious value now because yeah. people... They're not here, they, they don't really play this game for, not to say it's not fun, but it's fun in a different way. Yeah. It's fun because they want to progress. Yeah, know? yeah. And honestly, so this is a discussion I've had with many guests on the Sebe cast is like, what, where do you draw the line with like OP plugins? And yeah. people have said Quest Helper is extremely OP. People have even come to me because I'm a clue enthusiast. I love clues. And yeah. You know, people are like, oh, what do you think about clue helpers and puzzle solvers and stuff like this? Like, do you think that's killing what clue scrolls were meant to be, you know, initially? And sure. it honestly gets to the point where it's like, it isn't taking away anything. In fact, like, if we didn't have these puzzle solvers and other things, I would just have to pull up a third party thing. Like, yeah, like, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, like, do you honestly think if Runelight didn't have the solver, you would be pulling out the sextant <laughs> and the chart yourself? No, you just look it up on YouTube. Yeah. I mean, it, it's yeah. the same thing. It just gets to the point faster, really. Yeah, I know. And that's just something that's just we there is no perfect solution for this. And I think this is honestly the best we got. It's I don't know. And it's Runelight. And oh, my God. Like, so you played on OS Buddy, I'm assuming, for I did years. for a very time yep yep i did too even switching to runelight i was like nah os buddy's like the same goat, you know like that's it, the it took me a while yeah <laughs> people were like oh you gotta switch you gotta switch i'm like why it's the same thing you know and i part of the reason i switched so slow was okay os buddy's still a thing right technically it still I, exists i think <laughs> I, I honestly I, don't know i don't i, I think anybody. so too yeah there's got to be some dedicated people, but um, yeah. the the owner of OS Buddy used to come on my stream sometimes and talk to me, and he was you know he's really cool guy, and he gave me like seven years of free OS Buddy, so I was like okay you know Pro is free you know the guy's cool I'll just keep using it. So like when I switched it was like oh I feel like I'm I'm doing a disservice to my yeah. dude, which at the end of the day it's I'm I'm sure he gets it, but yeah. It, like I said, if OS Buddy does still <laughs> exist, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure I'm sure it 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 has like the stuff you need at a minimum, but it's just like Roomlight has especially with this HD thing, oh my gosh. Oh, now yeah. now I don't even know, there's no way. Yeah. No, I see I remember when like OS Buddy had their version of like GPU or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It was just like 
it was cool, but it was just like it was almost like unplayable in a way. Yeah. It 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 made it look like uh like the characters are made of clay. It was yeah. uh and there's a was, little bit odd. of that in some areas when it's super bright. There is. Yeah. But like this is just looks fantastic. And I was honestly so I played in two thousand four to two thousand seven. And so I never had that nostalgia of like the two thousand eight graphics and yeah. onward. So I was assuming this update was gonna make our characters move weird and sway when they're like standing still and like their staves yeah. are like moving all around and stuff. But like nah, they kept really true to what like old school looks like and they just enhanced mm-hmm. it big time. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, so you said you played from 2004 to 07, and then you stopped until old school? Yeah, so I stopped until 2015 old school, after GE, after Zora and everything. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. So I never got that, like, true experience of, like, yeah. the beginning of old school, the reset, you know? Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I remember I, um, <laughs> when, you, when you brought up earlier the whole, like, watching your old videos thing, yeah. I remember I made a video... Uh, the day that old school came out, it was like a three minute long video, literally just of me on the login page talking about how excited I was. Like the game was out. I didn't even log in. Like, I I don't know what my thought process was for this video, but it was just me like on the login page going like, yo guys, old school runescapes out. Go play it. I'm so excited. <laughs> like that was the video. I was like, why? No, but why like, did I think this was and, good? And the, the funniest part is like, it probably actually was a good idea because if you're really into something, like, okay, so one thing I was really into when I was a kid was, like, Apple products. When uh, I just yeah. liked the new, like, iPod Touches, like, sure. whenever they would, like, announce those. And so even people that were just regurgitating the same information and stuff, I would just devour it because I just loved watching little videos on people getting hyped about it. Yep, and just so, any info about it you yeah. could. Yeah, yeah. and it, it didn't even have to be info. Just, like, some guy just mentions it, and I'm like, oh. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. It was basically just like like those videos were like the sections where you just comment stuff and like you're all excited about it. It's not really about the video's content, but yeah. it is funny. Yeah, though. I feel that. Yeah, um, I uh I I do recall when old school first came out and I was ecstatic. I mean, I was gosh. This is like early 2013, so I was like 14 years old, I think, or anything, like something like that. That's so, so crazy. <laughs> yeah you're, I, you're so I young started, like, I, I thought you were my age for the longest time i'll like i swear I how old are you i'm 26 okay i'm i'm 24 so i'm not i'm not that much younger just just a tish but yeah wait 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 wait. that you were how did old? i do my math wrong wait, wait. yeah yeah wait did you say you were 14 i uh, know i would have been 15 i think yeah so you were oh, born in 97 So okay, so you were like, just oh, so you were turning sixteen that year. Yeah, I'm later so, that year, dude. Yeah. It feels so weird. Like years are okay. <laughs> I can't yeah, believe I know. how it's... long ago 2013 is. Like I know it's it's so it's like you like you said at the start. You know, we're all, it's almost 2022 already. Like yeah. it, it's disgusting. Time just goes <laughs> faster and faster. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I want to hear. I want to hear more about the release. Okay. Yeah. So I remember. Um, when it first came out, being super duper excited, right? Because, you know, at the time, I I played RuneScape 3 um, pretty... I, I even continued to play it after Old School came out. And 
you know, maybe this is something we can talk about later too, but I want to go on the record and say I think RuneScape 3 is a, a really fun game and people didn't give it a fair shot sometimes when they maybe should have because I think the PVM is fun, but I continued to play it for a while. And then when Old School came out, I got super excited for that. And I remember just... It, it was the uh, the biggest wave of nostalgia, right? Because you can never perfectly recreate it, unfortunately. It'll never feel quite the same yeah. as it did the first time. But, you know, after playing... After, you know, because I started... I started playing RuneScape in 2006. And I've... This is This is kind of gross. I've never quit, ever. Like, I have never not played RuneScape <laughs> since 2006 and on. Wait, wait. Have you not even taken, like, a month I, off? I would say the longest break I have taken is, like, a week or two because I was not home. That's insane. Like, I, so, like, a camping trip or something? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you would really think I would be a lot better at this game by now you, after all these years. You are really but, good at the game, though. Like, compared to, like, I think you're at the level you should be. Well, that's that's fair. I, I appreciate that. Um, So, I, I, you know, after playing, you know, RuneScape 3 for a good bit and... Just seeing everything change over the years, uh, it was really, really cool to go back to the... Go, you know, you log in and you hear the Lumbridge music and you would kill some goblins. It just... It was awesome. Yeah. And then I felt like... I remember one of my earliest progress videos. There was a guy who... Excuse me. He died in Ardune. Now, of course, this was when, you know, you had the old school death mechanics. Oh, yeah. So this dude... <laughs> apparently, he completed Imp Catcher. And he died in Ardune, and he lost his amulet of accuracy. And I picked it up. <laughs> and you would have thought I just PK'd like an Elijah. Like, I just... <laughs> oh, I would... I, the peak excitement to pick up this amulet of accuracy. And that, I would say, was probably my, my favorite thing about the original release. Was just... I, you, I was just giddy. Yeah. Just, just beside myself. Just The whole thing just made you so overjoyed, you know? Yep. So, did you play Iron Man on release? I actually didn't. I was a little bit slow. I feel like I, I just am in general. I'm really, really slow about catching on to trends. Yeah. Um, I, I did do the HD thing, of course, yesterday right away. But typically, when something new comes out, I have a very, very hard time. Unless it's like PVM content, because obviously that's what I enjoy. Yeah, yeah. But, you know... I have a hard time. It's hard so moving let's say, on. Yeah, it is. It is. I'm. I'm a bit clingy to my old accounts and stuff. Yeah. I, I think maybe I get a little too attached to them. Um. So I started Iron Mammal, which is you know like my good account, my yeah. one, my best account. That was in um the summer of 2015, which I don't really remember when Old School actually came out. Or sorry, what uh, when Iron Man? So Iron, Iron Man, Man I think came out, out October 2014. Okay, so yeah, so I was, you know, Just I, a year, I was a year, yeah, late, about a almost. year late to the party. So not horribly, but all I can say is I'm I'm really glad my chat convinced me to do it because obviously now I love it. But yeah. for a while there, I was like, eh, I don't I know because you I put so like much it. time and like the account means so much to you. It's like, and right, right, yeah. It's hard to just jump ship and do something new. But I guess I've kind of, you know, like when I when I played my hardcore for a while there. See, that was really fun too. So over the years, I've kind of taught myself like, 
try new stuff. It, it, you know, it, it usually ends up being fun when, yeah. whenever I do it. Absolutely. Yeah, I feel similarly or like I don't try some some of the times things will give me anxiety like a new update. For, oh yeah. Like oh, Theater same. of Blood, I avoided for at least 6 months. I was like, nope, nope, that's like too hard. I don't want to be wasting money through like dying all the time and it was just it really intimidating. Yeah. No, I I feel that. I did do I did do TOB on release. Um, I think one of the big reasons I was super excited for that one was because that was something I actually went to Jagex and tested beforehand, which like, I think, so like there was, there was a pretty big group of us and it was, it was pretty clear on their decisions on who they invited for skill versus just like, okay, you're a content creator, so we need some coverage. (laughs) So like, like I was one of the, just the people that they were like, okay, yeah, this guy, you know, this guy PVMs a bit, but he's a content creator, so we'll invite him. And that was really cool to get to see um, the pre-release TOB. I made a video. They let us record. Um, and I made a video showcasing all the differences. And it, it was ridiculous. Uh, when we tested it, there there was no Zarbus. That, had, that hadn't even been added yet. Oh, wow. Um, the This one was crazy. So the Nylakis room underwent the most changes by far. When we first tested it, all of the small Nilos had, I think, like, 22 hit points each. Uh, so it was... And, and there was no boss at the end. It was just... Oh, geez. All the Nilos were super beefy. And then, as soon as they were all dead, there was just nothing for about five seconds. And then you were done. <laughs> so I remember it was Bodhi's idea to add the boss. Yeah. And he, like, wrote down his idea on a piece of paper. And they like added it to a T the way he described it. Like that is that wow. is like his boss. Like like they pretty much added it to a T. That's crazy. That's sick. Yeah, it it was it was that was one of the cool things about it was um you know after we we'd play T O B for like a couple of hours, and then we would all pretty much just get in a big circle and talk about our ideas, talk about what we liked, what we didn't like. Uh, those circles were usually. Just us, like, people would say a few things, then we'd all go, Wooks, what do you think? What, 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 like, we're we're like, like, all the peasants talking, and then you, like, ask the king, like, what? what Yeah, like, anyway, now let's get to the important opinion. (laughs) Wooks, what do you think? Um, but yeah, it was, it it was cool to, to see it kind of go through changes. Um, the, the funniest thing was definitely Sodic Seg. Yeah. So you could about imagine this is the first time anybody has played TOB ever. So we we get teleported at Sodic Seg for the maze portion. We're all looking at this, going, "Okay, um, what do what do we do now? What do you think the move is?" And the J mods are standing behind <laughs> our computers. They're watching us. All of them have this big smile on their face. They're just waiting. <laughs> They're just they they are they are all standing there grinning. They're waiting, and we're like, uh, "Let's run back to the boss." All of us in the team cross on different tiles at once and just boom, insta wipe, and they just lost it. They laughed so hard. Oh my! God. It was hilarious, and we're like, "Okay, you want to tell us what to do, please?" Because we don't get it. <laughs> oh, it was so incredible. Funny. I was Verzik. So, Verzik, 
when we tested it was different as well. There actually was no phase three, which Interesting. I think. Well, I don't. I don't think that that was like. This is how we're going to release it. It was more like we don't want to show you everything. Mm, I we, see. we want you know yeah. the release to be a surprise a little bit. Um, so Verzik was hard because we had to figure out the pillar phase, you know, with the yeah. Dawnbringer. Eventually, we did figure it out, kind of, but we only got through because Verzik was bugged. So we, she wouldn't attack for some reason. So we just stood out in the open and just tried it into her. We just mm. we just stood there and attacked her. She didn't attack <laughs> us. Um, so they they got to fix that, obviously. So, I remember to um, sorry. I, I no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um, my team was like it was like me. MMORPG, Zulu, Cloud Badass, and then maybe one other person. At any rate, uh, again, I, I would say I'm not the greatest PVMer. They decided that I was the honorary tank, so I have a video clip <laughs> of me. We're, we're, we're at Maiden. We're about to start. And everybody stood outside, and I run in the boss room with a Din's Bulwark and full Torags. I'm like, I got this, guys. Let's go figure this out. I was like the honorary tank. <laughs> and we we did we figured out Maiden like right away. Like the crabs spawned and they moved in. And I don't know who it was, but they're like, oh, I bet we have to barrage these. Like it it was instantaneous recognition of what to do. So that was really that was really cool I, to see. I don't understand how people solve things like that so quickly. Neither do I. Like it, it's mind blowing. Dude, nightmare release. I just remember going in there and we were all dealing like blue hit splats i'm like dude i think we're healing like i like i think we're charging up <laughs> like the yeah nightmare. Are, are like, we, we, the gotta, we gotta stop thing? guys and they're like no 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 like this is what you do and then attack pillars i'm like dude we've been in here for like two seconds how do you already know like what we're doing i always feel like there's like a trick that's being like played on us like in, you know like on release it's like oh no no we shouldn't be doing this i'm really skeptical about like things like that so right always be suspicious that yeah. like it's not as obvious as it seems yeah yeah but no people just figure out things instantaneously i swear yeah they do and they, they figure out these metas too like that um in, in in regards to figuring things out i don't know um have you have you done like the five zero method at zami yeah like uh, and stuff? yeah tebow yep how how did how do you figure that out how do you figure out what tiles dude specific it's like what okay first no of sense. all first of all ge challenge is the guy that like really worked on that and he is just a five head to the extreme like oh he's gotta be he is extremely smart and he know like the thing is is like not only with the game but he's just a smart person in general and he knows a lot about computers and stuff and how like coding would work and other things but i'm sure that helps the crazy thing is like he will map out like a room like a grid so like sarah like all the god wars dungeon bosses he knows like how to like kite them and stuff besides armadillo yeah like like the perfect he'll route out like he'll just look at the grid and be like okay like the monsters will move this way if i move this way and stuff and he'll just do it and it reminds me of um exact scouting the inferno on like his super low level accounts like there's like this application that literally tells you exactly like which tiles to go on to like avoid certain things and like what to pray it's insane and somebody came up with that i'm like who like you gotta be just so 
so smart to do this. So <laughs> so smart just to have the level of like comprehension of like <laughs> how this like it's just it 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 blows my mind, dude. Yeah. It's crazy. I remember at Zook when like Exact was trying to test that thing where he's trying to stack like four majors at Zook. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And the dude is moving like really far away from the shield on the corners mm -hmm. i'm mm -hmm. like how much testing did this take to realize what the safe spots were <laughs> like, like yeah and who, then that's the one sacrificing thing. runs to do this like to oh my god I... yeah it's it's not like you can just hop in and test that like you have to go <laughs> yeah. through the entire thing and then like die and be like okay well we'll write that down like yeah. what i can have some oh, mental fortitude to do that like jeez Bodie put a comment on uh exacts like 40 combat inferno yeah back when he did that and he was just saying like this is like one of the greatest gamer feats of all time and it'll like never be recognized as such because it's just like so niche you know yeah but yeah it's still true, to this it's day crazy. that 40 combat inferno blows my mind yeah there are, there are people that are just insanely good at this game it's unreal the the other True. crazy thing about that is like just it's not like you just make an account and go to the inferno. It's like you have to get a super low level fire cape first, just to unlock. Right, the which inferno. is hard too. <laughs> yeah, and then he goes into the inferno and just like, all right, don't fuck up, or else you gotta redo everything. Yeah, this entire account. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the stakes are very very high. Which, on top of it being challenging, you have to add that. Yeah, unbelievable. You know, speaking of, uh, I know you brought up. I know this is your. I don't mean to ask you questions because I know this is your. This is a save cast, man. It goes, it goes wherever, whenever, or I guess the whenever um, part's irrelevant, but yeah. Well, I know you've obviously killed lots of uh, nightmare. I was curious in your opinion of Fosani's because I love it. Fosani's is night and day versus normal solo nightmare. Oh like, yeah, so so different. I, I don't know how much normal solo nightmare you did. If you even not a ton but like enough to know that it sucked oh like, it wasn't it, fun it was horrible it was just okay i also um i don't know if you've done any of the combat achievements but like... i i yeah i've done almost master i have a few left for master but okay so you've done like you had to go back to a solo nightmare and do the like sub 16 yeah. or something or maybe that was yep. master i can't remember but no, no, I had, well, I don't know about sub 16 but yeah i had to yeah there was one like sub 19 ones. and then there's a sub 16 i think yeah, something like that. Yeah, just doing that one kill was yep. treacherous. I'm just like, dude, this is horrible. Like, how did I do this? I, I seriously did, like, 2,900 solos. Oh, my God. A over, regular nightmare? Yes, over nine <laughs> months. It was, like, literally over nine months. Just oh. that's all I did, basically. And it was, like, a living hell. But, um, and, <laughs> of course, I get, like, I was going for an Inquisitor's Mace the entire time. That's the only thing I wanted. Yeah. And yep. day one Fasani's, I get the mace. Yep. That's just like, that is like, that is the definition of RNG for you. Like whatever, yep. <laughs> like, and I was loving Fasani's. I did it for 18 hours straight and I was having the time of my life. I was like, this is the most amazing update of all time. Like this is beautiful. Like Mod Arcane is a genius. Yeah. Like, I didn't even know I wanted this. Yeah. No, I know. That's the thing. Cause I, they did, they did the, Fosani's nightmare like a while back where it would do you remember it was like a, a challenge yeah it was, it was like a, really a time cool. thing yeah yeah so they did that so when they announced it again I was like oh okay cool you know they're doing like another little thing but then I looked into it and I tried it out and like I was really bad at it at first 
my uh my first ever Fosani's attempt, I killed it on my first try ever. I was like, okay, one and zero, baby. And then I went on like a fifteen death streak. I was I was so <laughs> tilted. I was like, okay, what happened? I I had it. Now I lost it. But then once I got used to it again, oh, you're right. It it is complete an entire night and day. Yeah. And once you get used to it, like when yeah, when I had to go back for the combat diaries, it was like, this is this is awful. How how did see? And I I didn't do that many regular nightmare solos. So like. I feel for like you and Lake and yeah, like... Lake. I oh. we can relate very closely, but I'm just like I know exactly what Lake went through. It is not, it is not optimal to go through that. No, and I, you know, you know what I remember about because I I knew you were grinding out the Inquisitor's Mace when when they, when that uh, Obsidian Mace thing happened. Oh, yeah. Did you did you think it was going to get nerfed, or were you like, okay. oh, no? You know what's insane about that? So sometimes I'm really quick to, like, judge things and just, like, okay, like, this is my thoughts. This is the same thing with HD. I need to, like, take a step back before I start, you know, presenting my whole view on HD and stuff. Or, or yeah. like, there's already people asking me, like, are you going to permanently play on this? It's like, I don't want to make any final decisions because I got to test right. things. But, um. Yeah. With, with the obsidian mace and like full obsidian it was better it was like uh i think it was better dps than a mace but it was like better dps than a mace without full inquisitors like i think full inquisitors with the mace was actually just like Made slightly better. better but the fact that you could just get obsidian basically for like a gp cost for, like really quick yeah for nothing yeah um the crazy thing is is the whole reason I ever wanted a mace was to go to Seracnus for it. Mm-hmm. Wearing that full gear, you just got dicked on by the mage spiders. Oh, yeah. Like, it was, I can't even imagine. It was horrible. And before they even, like, re-nerfed um, it back to, like, what it was, like, I was already decided, like, no, I got to go get a mace because I cannot do this. In full obsidian. Yeah, like, I yeah. can't do this in full obsidian because this is just, like, actually painful. Um yeah. And, like, the only way that around that, because I remember when Seracnus came out, I was kind of doing some sweaty kills for you, Prey Mage, and then you flick to range your melee on the boss as yeah, needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, it sucks. Like, it, yeah. it's an easy enough boss that you don't, I, like, why exactly. put all that extra and work? I was doing, know? like, an Armatop switch. Yeah. And I was right. like, this is, this is not the Seracnus I know and love, and this is going to be horrible if I have to do this for, like, thousands of hours. But yeah, because you have what like twenty thousand something kills, right? Yeah, yeah, we got a lot yeah. more to get. Like, I mean, that's that's a lot to be trying hard, you know. I, mean, <laughs> I know, <that's... laughs> I know. Um, the crazy thing is, is after they reverted that whole change, I was like, honestly, that was really well balanced. And people will disagree with me or whatever, but that was actually a really, it was actually a really good change to that because. It actually made it useful at some places, but it wasn't best, and you right. lost a lot of um, defense. Yeah, you lost a lot of defense. You also uh, had to have the entire thing equipped, so there was a lot of right. things like like you could never use it for Slayer because you had to have like the the full like helmet and everything to get like all those buffs. I mean, yeah, you could use it for Slayer, but like it wouldn't be optimal. Yeah. Like the fact that you had to wear this entire set was actually kind of cool and i saw the dps calcs like somebody posted it i, I can't remember off, off the top of my head but it yeah. was actually a really healthy change believe it or not 
that just kind of was overlooked because people were like, oh, this is going to be like the new meta for Nightmare or whatever. But it's like, it actually wasn't. It was, I don't yeah, know, there it was, was interesting. I know what you mean. There was kind of like a a knee jerk, like, whoa, this is better than the Inquisitor's Mace. That, Everyone that, freaked that, out. You know, yeah. Yeah, that can't be allowed. And then they freaked out. Yeah. Yeah. It Honestly, what? it was a it was a pretty balanced update, believe it or not. So it interesting. Was, yeah. I know I, I, I didn't even get to try it because I think it, it got fixed pretty quickly, I think. It, yeah, like, it did like, within the day, like within a few hours, I think. Yeah, it was one of those things where I think I had gone to bed super late the, la- the night before, and then I woke up at like 11 o'clock, and I was like, <laughs> I looked at Twitter, and I'm like, juicy, what did I miss? Holy cow. I, I remember freaking out about it. I, I slept, uh, I don't know if you were awake during the Tebow Bush thing. I was not. Yeah, I was, that was, I was also asleep. funny to read about. <laughs> you just wake up, and you're like, oh, drama. You're what? Like, I was like, what the hell happened? <laughs> I, I just remember there was this, this poor soul that, like, they did the rollback and he, like, got, like, a Armadale crossbow or something during that time. And he had to, like... And he re- lost it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm so Rollbacks glad I wasn't are always it. really sad. Because you know, like, that's going to happen to at least somebody. Yeah. Like, they're going to they're gonna miss something big. Yep. Oh, you know, speaking gosh. of rollbacks, I know, I, I don't know, I guess, suppose you probably wouldn't have been playing i forget when this happened exactly um but at some point i remember hearing about this pre-eoc you know so this was probably like maybe 08 09 something like that they reworked the way that the ring of wealth worked so i don't i don't even know how the ring of wealth works right now in runescape 3 but they they reworked it so that it you know didn't work the way that it it does in old school yeah and it broke corp (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what happened was, is if you were wearing a Ring of Wealth, you would, I shit you not, get a sigil every single kill, no matter <laughs> what. Every single kill. How long did and, that go for? Uh, like two or three hours, and they didn't roll it back. <laughs> they actually did not roll it back, which was oh astonishing. Apparently, it must not have messed up the economy Dude, too bad. Well, it's hard to say, because, just, like, who like, knows how, now. How did those but, things even get into the game like are there just j mods like trolling like like oh this would be cool but like i'll revert it before it goes live into the game and they just forget about it like i mean maybe it's it's either that or you know i mean i'm not a programmer or whatever but it's just you would have to assume it's just something really specific in the code goes wrong yeah see but that's like so I know what you mean. It almost sounds like it has to be intentional because how could you accidentally make something always drop? But yeah. Then again, I'm not a programmer. Exactly. So I'm idea, just ignorant to the whole thing. Just assume. Yeah. Same. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember? Um, I think it was last summer. They were trying to come out with like the boss slayer. Or wait, what was it called? Yeah, I know what you're master? talking about. Yeah. Yep. And then it just like basically got scrapped because everyone was like against it yeah um they were trying to come out with like a new ring of wealth update kind of like a like a brand new ring of wealth that yeah would give you better loot and i just remember thinking like dude people are going to be making absolute bank just barraging random stuff in the catacombs all day every day just wear this ring (laughs) just get as many kills as as you can per hour just making bank yeah i I remember that like, it, it was a cool idea if they would have got it right. Because I think it came out for a while. And, 
like somebody was it like a thousand Sarah brews or like oh, like there was twenty five hundred some... noted four dose Sarah brews for Conar yeah. release. Like whoa, <laughs> you know, <laughs> there, dude. There's like... no shot. Somebody put that in and was like, yeah, this is fine. They're like, there's no they're way. Like, they're like, this is fine because it's rare. <laughs> it's like, dude, Ex- do you understand you, how broken people this are is? going to get it? Like, <laughs> dude, I. <sighs> it reminds me of like just like the hundred, the hundred noted like dragon plate legs. Just things that are like you really just want to fuck the economy up. Like, yeah. Know, Dude. Like, the thought process had to have been, oh, this is really rare. You know, one person will get it maybe, like, a month. But the thing is, when when things come out on release, everybody does it. Yep. So, of course, things are going to come into the game because there's so many people doing it. And then you're going to get this huge backlash. So and The, the brews were... It's just like, dude, these are, like, finished products. Like, and I'm thinking, okay, so I'm... Correct me if I'm wrong, audience, but I'm pretty sure it was 2,500. I'm just thinking, dude, even 25 noted brews is like, damn, that's a respectable that's, drop. Like, holy, yeah, like, that's 25 nice already fitted. And then you think 250 is like, Jesus, like, that's holy 10 shit. times more than that. And then 10 times more on top of that. Like, bruh, you just do, like, one lucky Konar Slayer. You don't need to run birdhouses for a fucking month. Like, yeah, like you're set for a very long time now. <laughs> like, what is this, dude? You're truly yeah. just trying to break the game. Yeah, yeah. definitely a, a questionable decision. But it's, I mean, it's not a bad idea, like, to, you know, maybe buff the rare drop table a little bit. But... And it's cool to have really rare, expensive drops. Like, I think that is cool. Like, uh, something I'm. Not a huge fan of, but I understand a lot of people like consistency. Is like Conar keys when you go and unlock them. Every single yeah. thing is like the same. It's like 100k. It's roughly the same value, yeah. And it would be a lot more exciting if it was just like kind of crap and then you just get this big thing, you know? This big one-off. Yeah, I get it too. People like the consistency because you don't want to go open them and be like, wow, I just got 5k. Yeah. But I know I agree. I think that probably is some of the best feelings in this game is like... I love I love doing Gobbler's bosses, especially on Iron Man, because I mean the the loot isn't like god awful, but it's not great. Yeah. Until you get like the rare drop. And that to me, I guess, is what I enjoy. Absolutely. About PVMing in this game is is that that ecstatic feeling of the big one off drop. You yeah. know? It it's super cool. Yeah, they I um I think Fasani's like obviously like Fasani's is twenty percent better it's like even more than 20 percent yeah. faster honestly because of like the teleport yeah. and the fact that they were comparing like most people like most normal accounts if they did a solo nightmare which is the most efficient for drops it would probably take them 23 minutes i was rocking like oh, a yeah. scythe and full inquisitors and harm and i was still getting you know 15 to 17 minute kills and then yep when i'm getting now seven to eight minute kills like that's a huge uh, yeah, that's insane, yeah. the, the time difference, yeah. yeah. So, um, but, like, initial, because, like, I know I know people were, like, it was always people that hadn't done Nightmare. They would be, they'd be saying, Nightmare's perfect, you know, don't touch it. Like, it drops shit, and then you get, like, these rare rewards. I'm like, dude, I don't think you understand how rare this stuff is. Like It is, you, right? Like, yeah. like there, I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with a, a Gob Wars-esque drop table. I think the problem with regular Nightmare was that, the regular drops were terrible, and after tw- after you spend twenty minutes, and it's not it's it's not like uh, 
you know, like, like soloing Corp the way I do the slow way is like a 12-minute kill, something like that. But it's super easy. It's it's literally, you know, specking, tellying, and then you sit there and wait for it to die. Like, Nightmare actually requires effort and input. And you do that for 20 minutes, and then there's bass on the floor, and you're yep. like, fuck this. Like, and, and it would be totally acceptable if the mace was like, I don't know, a 150-hour grind. And then you're getting, yeah. like, really shitty loot. But no, it was a 400-hour grind with, like, yeah, really massive one. decent gear. And, like, if you wanted... I remember people were like, oh, I want to go for a harm. It's like, do you understand, like, you if you go rate, if you just get lucky and just go the rate, that's 600 hours of, like, efficient nightmare, not including the time running to the boss. Like, Which is six gross. 600 hours. Like, that's, like, Ellie status. Like, yeah, except basically. it's effort. Right, right. And the thing about harm is, too, I I don't have one on Iron Mammal. The thing I've heard about harm is, obviously, the the thing you want to use with it is Fire Surge. I have heard that upkeeping burnt pages is (laughs) just... It's not even feasible. So, like, as an Iron Man, it'd be cool to have as a collector's item, but, like, realistically... It... I will say, having a harm and just grinding out some Winter Todd and some Wrath Runes, using a harm at Fasani's is super fun. You get that long yeah. range, oh, I'm you get sure that extra just, tile, and you're just chilling. Just wrecks the pillars, I bet. So, speaking of that, so uh, I know the harm is going to be getting devalued because of the new two-tick wand that's coming out. That thing looks interesting. Yeah, I want to. I want to talk to you about Raids 3 and the rewards specifically. Sure. So did you read up on the blog? Um, like when it, I've already forgotten what the names of things are, but I know there's like a range oh, yeah. set, like the armor, and then there's like that amulet that's a range and melee amulet, and then you got some other things, and then of course the arcane attachment. Yeah. yeah. Thoughts. So um I like I like the arcane attachment idea. Um it's been a while. It you 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 combine it with an arcane sigil, right? Yeah, it's not... and you can dismantle an arcane for a, a current oh, okay okay see I, like as an iron that's nice that you'll be able to dismantle an arcane instead of having to get a whole another one i think that would have got some backlash if you couldn't mm-hmm. uh dismantle it because obviously corp is a very big hour grind yeah um i'm pretty sure it's expensive though to dismantle it it's like I, this i don't know why this number's in my head but i think it's like 25 mil like, which I think is fair, personally. I, I, I don't think that that's entirely unreasonable for you yeah. to be penalized for dismantling it. I don't think that's unfair. Um, I think that'll be nice, though. Uh, I know a while back, was it the, the Siren's Charm they wanted to give to, to Nightmare? Mm-hmm. Um, and that was going to be a Mage's Book attachment, and I didn't, I didn't like that. I'm a really big fan of the idea of new best-in-slots coming from being attached to the previous best-in-slot so as to not devalue the previous best-in-slot. Like, if there's a way, I think that you can, without it being forced and obvious, if there's a way that you can make a new best-in-slot incorporate the previous, I think it's ultimately going to be for the best for the economy. Yeah. Um. So, I like the arcane upgrade. Um, I do, too. Yeah, and then, as far as the wand goes, I watched... Uh, somebody, this wasn't even that long ago, but somebody sent me a streamable, um, of somebody using it for solo Ulm on the Mage Claw. It must have been Tip. Was it Tip or Kitty? I don't recall, but probably. It looks really cool. Where, like, 
so he's like moving right and he's doing the quick attacks like every two tiles and then mm-hmm. you run a bit and it looked like a fire surge big at the end and then you cross again like it looked really fun yeah so no. i'm wondering where it's gonna be meta wise i guess but the thing that kind of bothers me about it is that it i don't know it feels arbitrary to me to have it two tick for three attacks then four tick like right after and then it like resets that cycle i think it's the reason it's I think weird it's, i think it's arbitrary <laughs> because there's already weapons that are four tick like why not make it more why not just keep that wand two tick permanently and then if you're gonna do the mage running thing you would just have to have like a a sang or a trident or something on top of that. So it's like tagging at the end. Yeah, I'm yeah. just like because you all like you already couldn't just main that wand because like at all like a solo wand because you know you just the damage attacked. is too smart. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Like you you couldn't do the same pattern. But if I don't know, I don't know. For me, it's just weird. I feel like it should just be one attack. I understand they're trying to do something different. It just feels so unnecessary. I mean, it's it. I, unless I can think of something, unless I'm missing something, that that would surely be the first weapon of that kind. It's like in I like just RuneScape history that that has a varying attack rate. I just imagine, like, imagine they came out with a blowpipe nowadays, but instead of it just being two tick nonstop, it's like it's two tick and then it's five tick later, but it shoots a big thing, so it's almost like a Tebow and a blowpipe mix, and like you just attack a certain amount of times and you get a big Tebow hit. It's just like right, why not just have the two weapons, you know? Right, why not just flick to the Tebow, right? Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I get that point, and that, that, that is fair, to be honest. I guess it, it'll be interesting to see how good... I don't know if the stats have been tweaked, or... I guess I, I didn't even play around with it, but, yeah. you know, what you said is really interesting, because, you know, you could swap to a Sanguinesti for that last hit, and then you could be getting healed as well. Exactly. So if the damage is going to be similar, then... You'd almost say, why don't I just do that so that I can get the healing? And assuming it'll remember what your last attack was, you wouldn't be able to do that, right? Because it would probably go two tick and then the four tick at the end. Well, surely if you do all the two ticks, but you don't use the four tick attack, the next time you equip it, it's probably going to do that four tick attack. Yeah, unless I th- it forgets. I think I know. think they said if you don't attack with it for like nine ticks, then it resets back to... Like the okay, two, two, so two, two, four. Too long. It, it, it yeah. would take too long to reset realistically mm-hmm. so that you would be able to swap, yeah. Yeah, which is just, I don't know. It's I want to just mess around with it. I never really messed around with it in the tournament I world. didn't either, yeah. I don't know. But um, it's crazy because like you see the harm as like this is like best in slot mage, but now that is not going to be the case, especially with this wand that's best and slot dbs over a sang and then you have a new attachment to the arcane that's giving a boost that can't be used with uh the harmonized orb and then like you use like imbued heart as well because the harm doesn't yep. get that effect either it's like dude this is i wonder what they're gonna I mean, do with the harm yeah stacking the odds against the harm it I'll, I'll, i would be interested to see if they're going to try to rebalance the harm against all that or not yeah i, I mean I thought something that would be cool is if the harm could could cast every combat spell, maybe besides Ancients. I know there's a lot of people that would be... I know that would kind of break the game if, you know, Ancients were faster attacking, like oh, five yeah. to four tick. But if it was like every other spell besides that spell book that was combat, I think it would actually be... Yeah. The harm would get a lot more use. I, I think of those demon spells 
from yeah like demon or demon bane or whatever it is yeah Yeah. like if you could have a harm that would like i know those spells are already irrelevant but could get a little bit more use yeah they could be made more relevant because i I remember um there was a combat achievement task you had to kill zami with the the demon bane spell yep and like you can do i you can do the five zero method with it you had to manually cast it to do it quickly enough Mm -hmm. but if you could four ticket with the harm you could be yeah. lazy and not manually cast it. And yep. then, I mean, it, you know, it's... That is something that would just bring a niche to things. And I think that that is where the harm should be taken. I hate it that the harm is only good for fire surge. It's like, you have to be on this right. spell book. You have to... Every time you brew, you have to reset, like, your autocast. Like, oh, my God, this is so cringe. Like, just... Right. <laughs> right, because it's a really powerful staff. And it'd be cool if it was more useful in more places. So. Yeah. I feel like they probably will rebalance it a bit. Um, if they don't, you know, I will say initially, especially when, when Nightmare came out, I thought it was really weird how many drops they gave it. That boss has so many drops. It's ridiculous. So, like, to me, I was like, you know, I feel like they maybe could have, like, split these drops up and we could have gotten, like, another boss later on down the line or something. Because he's got... Well, you got the three, in- well, four Inquisitor pieces, three, three orbs and the staff. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of uniques for one boss. Um, so it'd be, it, it, it would be a shame to have the harm devalued because it's so rare. Yeah. It's extremely rare. And, you know, that's actually a good point. It would have been cool if Nightmare was just Inquisitors almost. And it was like, yeah, actually I, I agree. obtainable, you know, so like they would increase the drop rates to make it a little bit less yeah a little uh, more horrible. realistic to grind out <laughs> yeah. yeah that would have actually been really cool just like this is uh something you're not gonna be grinding super super long term because i still haven't completed nightmare i still am missing an eldritch yeah which is which is insane for how many kills you've done yeah i probably spent like 1200 hours there yeah and and you're and you're still <laughs> not done that's yeah. what i'm saying like they just they just gave it so many items which i think was because i mean i i forget it's been a while but like there, there, there wasn't any big bosses before Nightmare for quite a while, yeah. I think. And so that was probably what they were like. Well, haven't put a boss out in a while, so here's a whole bunch of drops from our new boss. And then I recall, like, it was... I remember Nightmare being popular for, like, a bit there because everything was super expensive. And then I feel like, at least in my chat, there was, like, a shift of people going, like, you know, this boss is really boring and not very fun. And I, I don't like it anymore. Yeah. And so it was like, wow, this is our our first big PVM update in however long. And, like, a Dude, lot of people don't like it, you know? Do you remember, like, on release when people were already calculating the rates to, like, full completion of Nightmare? And, like, yep. it was, like, day three or something. People were like, yeah, this will take 6,500 6, hours for full completion. This is, like, before they – I think they changed the drop rates twice to make them, like, more common. Yeah, like within the first is, two weeks or something. Thank God. But I'm like, yeah. bruh, like, why are you releasing this stuff? Like, you, you have to understand. Like, like I understand you're trying to make this a lottery boss, but dude, these things aren't crazy. Like, these things aren't Tebos, you know? Yeah, like, they're not. They're not like a, a game changing end game yeah. item. Yeah, like a Tebow, like you said. And, and, like if, and it, that, if, if Nightmare dropped, like, a Tebow and a Scythe, then it would make a little bit more sense. Like, okay, like, uh, these are big boy items, like. Yeah, so they take forever. That's understandable. And I, I do remember when people calculated the drop rates, and it was like, <laughs> okay, 
this boss is pretty grindy, you know, but we're going to stick it out because the items are good. Yeah. And then you saw those drop rates. And I think for so many people, their motivation just got destroyed. They were like, okay, yeah. I don't even like this thing in the first place. Now you're telling me I'm going to have to be here for a thousand hours? Like, no. And if if they would have just made the massing, like if, if they would have made massing Nightmare actually a viable method, that would have been fun. I remember like on release, people were just massing it. And then you yeah, realize I did like how bad man. that is. Yeah. Dude, if you were in an 80 man, I kid you not. If you were in an 80 man, just grinding out 80 man nightmares, it would take you like, I think it was 72,000 80 mans to finally get a mace in your name on raid. What? 70, oh you would have to God. do that 72,000 times to get a mace. Um, <laughs> That's hilarious. And, and to get an orb, it was like 100,000. Like you'd have to do, and if you went like That's... eight times the rate, 800,000. <laughs> like, like That's dude, disgusting. you are not thinking this through. Yeah. Yeah. It... And, and you know, I talked about this before a bit um, in regards to, like, the average mentality of the RuneScape player now. But I think that is maybe why bosses or, you know, boss drop tables like Zolras are so popular. Because let's say, you know, I, I go to school, I have a full-time job, I come home, I play RuneScape for two hours a day. You could come home and you could kill Nightmare for you know at your two hours a day rate get for an entire bass. calendar year and not get shit <laughs> yeah. that would be depressing yeah. you'd hate it so people like the consistency yep. and i think and you know but that is the difference like zora could drop i agree and i've been saying that i think i i was saying this before Bodhi made that ramble on it talking about um zora if it dropped nothing but scales and uniques i've been yeah. advocating that for like years of but the that's the cool thing about zora is zora doesn't take 600 hours to get a blowpipe it takes right. maybe yep. i don't even know like i'm not sure not not that many yeah it's not that it's rare. not it's i like, don't even think it's over like 50 it's no like, it, it it's shouldn't like 20 be. hours or something yeah it's very obtainable yeah so i'm just thinking like okay i can totally understand not getting anything until you get a unique but you can't make stuff hundreds and hundreds of hours like that yeah, it's just unrealistic for most people, you know. So what do you think the drop rates will be for Raids 3? Do you think they're going to go insane, or do you think they're going to have something more obtainable like TOB? TOB, I... they did that. But besides how weird it is with, like, boosting, how you can just basically boost, like, a, a level 50 account, and they can get, like, yeah. really good rates on items, they yeah. nailed it with how commonly you get purples, I think. Yeah, TOB is really fun because... You well, of course, you can go really dry, but like, like the probability you go super dry at TOB is low because, like you said, it, it's the drop rate is very good. Yeah, you and just so see it's, things. It's, yeah, it stays fun because of that. So I, I personally think, you know, it, it's all going to come down to how quick they are. You know, it, it depends how raids three is going to actually pan out the activity itself, how long it's going to take, and how easy, how formable it is. I, I do think. They're probably going to go with, like, a TOB-esque system where you, well, I, I mean, again, it's hard, it's hard to predict, like, the whole, like, mm. maybe multiple purples per uh, run type thing. Because maybe they will do that. Maybe they'll make it so, like, if you have a perfect run, multiple people could get dropped. Maybe. And that, that kind of stuff is going to depend on what the drop rate is, too. Yeah. So it's kind of a cyclical argument here because you just don't know how how hard it's going to be and stuff but i yeah I, I i i'm a very big fan of tob 
like the whole the loot system of TOB as a whole is probably one of my favorite things in this game. So I I hope it's similar. I I do. I think it's good. Okay, I want to ask you what this is kind of uh, a strange question, but um, there is a difference between seeing an item on the ground and seeing an item in a chamber's chest or a Peter Blade chest. What do you prefer? So I think. I would say that I probably prefer the TOB or the raids thing. Now, now there is, there's you. You are right. It is very different. There, like when you kill a monster and pop, it's there. Yeah. It is just a, the a immediate sudden rush of the dopamine. Yeah. You know, it's just like, oh my god, there it is on the floor. And the lights now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love the loot beams. <laughs> loot too. beams are so cool. Me too. Um. So yeah, they're they're they're, they're very different. I personally, as a, as a content creator, I guess you can, you know, raids and TOB, you can kind of milk the yeah. hype a little bit. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're really, uh, you know, innovative like Alfie, you can also milk Nightmare. I remember he started the the whole like turn around really, really slowly. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you're a genius, man. Like, just, yep. just look at the you drop. You can always milk it. Makes creative, it creative, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I like I like the double. You know, it, it, it's the double dopamine. It's the, oh my gosh, I got a purple. That's exciting. Yep. And then, okay, now we get to be excited again because I'm going to see what it actually is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So overall, I, I would say I like the raids, the TOB system, because it's it's kind of like double exciting or mm-hmm. it's exciting. It's at least initially exciting and then maybe it's disappointing. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> or as opposed to like, it's just there. But there is something very, it's, it's nostalgic just yeah. to like boom, see abyssal whip on the floor <laughs> they're both amazing and uh of course i think like you brought up a good point like you know you can kind of get that double excitement but on top of that raids and tob have the big ticket items which makes it even more exciting yep. if it was just getting you know a zamorak in hosta or something or bandos tassets it wouldn't be as crazy but sure. i really still like the ground thing it's just something nostalgic about seeing oh yeah like even like a piece i remember getting my first halberk a nightmare and being like yeah, oh my yep. god like that just looks so so clean. good on the floor yep like imagine seeing a tebow just on the lay floor. there oh. like for you like oh my god and everyone can see I it but only you can pick up. it up like, imagine that <laughs> yeah i i you know i think the raids and tob thing too is um another upside to it is well of course they kind of have to announce who gets the loot because otherwise you get a drop and just be like Nope, didn't get anything. <laughs> didn't uh, get anything. I'm just going to dip now, though. Peace, peace out. <laughs> but it's really cool. Um, you know, I know I know. a lot of times if I do CMs with my friends, if we're all in Discord, we'll all collectively, like, hide our chat boxes. And mm-hmm. then we'll, like, say in, you know, in voice, like, oh, did you guys get a purple? So it's fun to... It, it adds to that excitement, I guess, in, in a group of friends, like, saying, oh, I have a, you know, a purple chest. Or TOB is just, like, right there. You know if somebody else got a drop. But overall, I, I do agree, though. Items on the ground are... Yeah, they, it's, they've it's got special. pros and cons to both. Yeah, they're enjoyable either way. So <clears throat> I want to ask... We're also going to cover some Twitter topics soon. Uh, okay. But before that... um. What are your thoughts on combat achievements? They've come out now just almost two months ago. What are yeah. your overall thoughts on it? I overall really like them. I think that there are some things that maybe could have been done away with. I know a lot of people, especially mains, 
like non-Iron Men, really didn't like the kill count things because they had no reason to get kill count otherwise. But, like, a lot of Iron Men is like, oh, I've already done those. Yeah. Um, so I... I don't know. I, I can understand why they put the kill counts in there. Because it's it's like a baseline challenge. It's like, a, okay, you, you put the time in, you killed X amount of... But at the same time, it's not it's not an achievement, per se, to kill a boss X amount of times. Because it's not... It's not it's not inherently challenging. It's yeah. not a it's not a challenge. You just have to do it. Um, so, yeah, you know, personally, it's hard. It's hard for me to have, I guess, that opinion because as an Iron Man, there was basically nothing I didn't already have the kill count in, so it didn't really affect me. But I can understand where they're coming from. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I have I have some friends and viewers that are like high-end pvmers and i know a lot of them were like they didn't like some of like the random stuff you know like the whole <sighs> like the, the like darox hydro oh, i'm thinking of temporos like i had to do 50k so i had done zero oh <laughs> like this is horrible. okay okay yeah i'm not really sure why they put the skilling bosses in there well i skilling bosses yeah. that that was a little strange i feel like that was just a reach I... for like extra content but just to interrupt um like i can see the kc tasks uh i'm a little bit um held back now because now i have to do 150 cms and i had only done like 17 at the time i'm getting there i'm like 80 kc now but i think it would have been cool for like kc tasks to only be like up to 50 like to get on to the high scores yeah yeah i feel like that would have been like minimum would be fair yeah yeah, yeah. i feel like that would have been cool because then it's like if you see a grandmaster you Every single one of their things is filled out in the high scores. It's like, okay, like, looks clear. clear. Yeah. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, I guess I I disagreed with that. Like, I know some people didn't like the random challenges, like, uh, yeah, like, use Darox and Hydra, or, or things that weren't speedruns. They were just kind of, like, quirky. Just, I, yeah. I like that, personally. I thought that that was really, really fun. Whereas, like, okay, yeah, so your actual hard challenges are, like, you know, do your speed runs, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I thought I thought it was cool just to throw some fun ones in there, so that even if I think so too, Billy Bob seventy three, you know, he can't, he can't, he can't do a a six thirty CG, but he can do the no potion one. He can do like he can do some things, right? And that's going to be motivating to say like, okay, well, you know, I did some of this. I should keep working on these other more difficult ones. But I think the fun ones are enticing. I guess they're. Maybe a little more obtainable for some people that aren't as good, and that might motivate them to keep working towards the harder ones. So yeah. I like them. What do you think the hardest task is? Hmm. You know, I have I haven't obviously I, I I'm like very close to completing masters. I've done some of the grandmasters. I've had a lot of people tell me that the ones that look super hard in the Inferno aren't actually that bad, but there's some of them that I read in the Inferno, and I'm like. That just sounds impossible, like, because I've, you know, I've done the Inferno a handful of times, but I'm not, like, super good at it, yeah. so to me... You're probably in my the... spot where it's, like, you've done the Inferno, and you could probably complete... Like, if you were held at gunpoint, you're, like, complete Inferno, you could probably do it, it'd probably take a bit. But yeah, like... yeah, absolutely, but I'm not, like, really good at it, quote-unquote, yeah. yeah, and same. so... Yeah, so the Inferno ones look very difficult to me, um... And then, I guess just, stuff like, well, especially the Inferno speedrun, because I, 
I, I mean, I've done... I speedrun when I need to. Otherwise, I am really the opposite of speedrun. I, I could care less about speedruns usually. Yep, like, I same. usually... I've been doing a lot of, uh, like, Corrupted Gauntlet lately. And, like, doing the sub-630 CG, it was really fun. Like, it, w- it was cool to challenge myself to do it differently. Like, okay, you're in hurdy mode, get it done. Yep. Um, But, like, the... What is it for the Grandmaster? Like, a sub-65 Inferno? Yeah. I, I'm not saying I couldn't do it, but it would be a colossal change in mindset. <laughs> yeah. Like, you... you, you so- I'll I'll just briefly share because I recently did it. Uh, I got a 63 minute and it was on stream, which is, I don't even know, <laughs> being on stream and do it. Well, to be completely honest, I fa- I planked twice during that stream yeah. at like wave 60 plus twice. And then I, oh. on the third run, I finally got it. But nice. um, I my previous best before that was like 90 minutes because I would just chill, you know. Just like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. I would literally just sit there, like, okay, I'm gonna go take a piss, wait for my SGS to kind of like heal up. Right, you just um, chill him. I think if you're like me, which I think you kind of are, just we're like you're. I'm not good at Inferno, but I can get it done. Yeah, I think you'd be pl- pleasantly surprised if you just kind of do a couple runs, uh, trying to go semi fast. I will say though, you got to get Chinchampas. Like that shit speeds oh, up bet. things. I never used Chinchampas. That was the thing that would always slow me down. Is yeah, like you're I just barraging have. things nonstop. And dude, bring the chins, especially like the first 35 waves. You don't even need to freeze any of the nibblers. Just chin them. Yeah, just chin them and get on with it. Yeah, like that would be the biggest thing that I, I think it comes down to confidence, right? Where I'd be like, okay, I'm like 70 HP. Eh, we'll just blood barrage. We'll just top it off because why not? You yeah. know? You have to have a shift of mindset where, like, okay, this is plenty of HP. I'm just not going to mess up my prayers, and it's fine. Yeah. I have plenty of health. Just don't screw up. So you have to you have to commit to yourself, you know? I will say, I think the toughest one is going to be don't drop below 50 HP. I still haven't done that one. Yeah, that, that that's one, that's tough, too. That one's brutal. Like, the last time I tried it, I I lost it at, like, wave 15. It was, like, like the just <laughs> double blobs. I yep. accidentally missed one flick, and both mages hit me, like, a 29. I'm like, all right, well, there's that run. (laughs) Yep, there that goes. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's brutal. It is, which I think is a good thing, too. Um, I've always been... I know I made videos talking about it back when, like, TOB came out and stuff, because there's this thing that happens where whenever new PVM content comes out, and, like, it's hard at first because it's brand new, Mm -hmm. people cry so hard. This is way too hard. This (laughs) needs to be changed. And then... then, Just give it a year. Like, yeah, and not even that. Like, a, a few months yeah. later, it's fucking cakewalk. So yeah. I always tell people to, like, chill out. When new stuff comes out, like, I know it's hard, and it says it's hard, but, like, it's not as hard as your brain is telling you it is yep. right now. Like, you're you're, you're just panicking because you think it's impossible, but it's Wise not. words, honestly. We see that. So I... Okay, what were you doing on release of Inferno? Were you doing it, or were you just watching streamers? I, I was doing it, um... And I, I was mostly just screwing around. I did have max gear. Um, somebody let my main, you know, like max gear. And I remember this is well, it's not, it's not, it's not even a flex because I have. There's a really funny clip. I got I, on day one. I made it to Zuck. Wow. Which was I? I did. I did. It, it, beast. Well, or, or, it was, it was <laughs> no, day that's one. Actually or, beastly. Okay, continue. I, it was either day one or day. It was maybe day two. But it was at the point where like not a lot of people were making it. Yeah. And I just remember there was like 
There was anger. There was like, bro, Mr. Mammal sucks. How the fuck did he make it? But I can't. Like, people were mad at me. Right? And well, to be fair, the Inferno is, it, it, when you're beginning, there is, I always tell people, there is definitely a degree of RNG. Like, you can have really great spawns, and you can make it to Zuck pretty easily, yeah. or your spawns can be terrible, and that's really going to put the pressure on you. Absolutely. Um, but I I made it to Zuck, like, early on. It was either end of day one or day two or whatever. Um, and somebody in my chat said, walk the shield, don't run. Oh, God. I, I, <laughs> yeah, it, exactly what you think happened, happened. I spawned in, I got up to the shield, I turned my run off, immediately got behind it and died just <laughs> oh, like instantaneously no. and i was like what the hell are you guys you told me to walk what is this oh um, see that was back then, when zook was like so foreign you didn't know what was gonna happen you didn't know when the things were gonna spawn you didn't know what tiles were safe nope no nope. and you you had no clue what you were doing and you were and probably getting like, dragged by the corners because like you know how you get dragged if you're like six tiles out too from far the away yeah yep Ugh. Yeah, and then it's like if you screw up, it's like okay, well there goes two hours, two hours Hope that you good can't even. Again. Yeah, yeah, you can't even consistently make it through. It's, it'd be one thing if you could just guaranteed make it back, but you might not even make it again. Uh, so yeah, the Inferno, that's a really good example. You know, the Inferno on release, people were like, "Oh my god, this is impossible." There's I'll never no way do people this. Can do yeah. Right, and then now, I mean, it. I still would say it's, I, maybe not the hardest, but it's it's definitely one of the hardest things in the game if not the hardest yeah, so like yeah no, true. It, it has stood up to the test of time but it's not impossible you know yeah and if you dedicate a couple weeks to it most players that have done other pvm could probably probably now get a cape in a couple weeks oh yeah yeah i totally agree with that it's one of those things you just have to commit to learning yep and have you have to have the mental to be like you know what i'm gonna die that's okay that's just part of this it's gonna be all right <laughs> What do you what do you think about combat achievement rewards? Do you think they're slightly underwhelming? So, or do you think they're I in a good see, place? I can see where people are coming from in regards to wanting the rewards to be better because they are difficult, right? So, so the argument is like, wow, this is really hard. I should be getting rewarded for this. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think that the fact that you know the main the well. The, the Gommel's hilt thing, the, the tellies are, are neat. You know, they're not yeah. horrible or anything. I personally think the Combat Achievement Diaries, the rewards being a big flex, that to me is good enough. I, I, I don't... See, it's... Uh, I think, it's I, such I, a think I agree with you. For... It's such a difficult thing, right? Because if you say, well, it's one of the hardest things in the game, you should get good rewards for being good. I agree with that. But then part of me is like, okay, but we have to be realistic. You know, you don't want to lock... Like, if you had to do the Grandmaster Achievement Diaries to get a Twisted Bow, like, that to me would yeah. be bad. Like, imagine... Like, you don't... Yeah, imagine, like, an enhanced Infernal Cape that has an additional four strength where it's just like, fuck, like, I got <laughs> to get this now, like... Right, right. And, I, like I said, I, I really do get both sides of the argument. I can see it either way. Ultimately, though, to me, I think... To me, Combat Achievement Diaries, they are like, here is this optional content. If you want to challenge yourself and then get a cool flex item because of it, that's great. Do it. Yeah. But we're not going to force you because we know these are really, really hard. I know that's 
you know, I just talked about like people crying about things being yeah. too hard. So this is kind no, of contradictory, but I, I, I think I agree with you. And the thing is, like, combat achievements. If you're not a max player with like all these end game items, it's you out. You actually are locked out of it. You know. Yeah, like, like certain things like, you're just actually locked out of. Yeah, like the average person probably can't do a sub sixty five inferno. Like just the average person anyway. Yeah. If if you if you don't have a twisted bow, the, no shot. Even like, the nightmare like, like, one, getting like a sub seven thirty without like a scythe and inquisitors or something. I mean, I know I know it's possible if you just get good RNG, but it's like but very hard. Yeah, yeah, you gotta extremely. Get, you gotta get lucky on that and not miss ticks. You know. Yeah. So overall, I like it. I I think it's probably for the best that it's nothing game changing, but instead it's like, hey. Look at my Zuck head. Look yeah. how good I am. Yeah. And it, but it's not like I have to do this so, to keep up. You know, me personally, uh, I, I really love the clue perks. I think I thought that was like the coolest reward for like easy through elites. Yeah, it's nice. I think one thing this is I've already kind of spoken about this on Twitter, but I think what would be cool is if if you if you complete the master tier, then you get a five percent increase on master clues coming from lower tier caskets. Oh, yeah, that'd be nice. So it's like something where it's like, this is actually a buff and it's nice, but it's, again, it's not essential to get it. Right, and it's not like overpowered per se. And then Grandmaster would be 5% increase on Mimics. Ooh, I like that, yeah. Just very subtle. Oh, and the other thing, um, have you used the, I think it's like Morai Rec or whatever, Tele? Yeah, yeah, on on the little hilt you get, yeah. I think... What would be really cool is if that teleport actually teleported you in that little bank area, so it becomes like yeah. the best in slot for banking. And I know that I know that might sound like oh, that's too OP, you know. You're like, but I think what would be so cool is if the grandmaster's like that's the grandmaster bank, you know, like this yeah, is where the instead beasts of the crafting guild, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I I like that too because it's you know it, it would it would give more utility to it and. You know, people would say, oh, it devalues my crafting cape. Well, yeah. if you can complete the Grandmaster challenges, I think that's a little bit, a little more worthy than blowing molten glass yeah. in your bank. Like, you know, I mean, I, yeah. so I, I don't mind that idea. That would be really cool if that was, like you said, that's the neat bank. That's Yeah, the, that's like the sh- <laughs> the neat bank. Just I mean, like, it'd, be, it'd be cool to see. No, like, that's exactly what it would be used. It was like, okay, these are the beasts. Like, these are where the beasts go to bank, like, you know. And then the, the max players all go to the crafting guild, what whatnot. But but there is a downside to it. You got to have that hilt, you know. So with, yeah, when you have a yeah. max cape, it's just super convenient. But that hilt would be the downside to it. So people that are like, oh, it's too op. I don't know. I think that would be Minus really cool. One inventory slot. No, I I'm on board with that. I actually I like that idea a lot, to be honest. Yeah. And like, be even sick. if you were you know just a master, you'd still get your five tellies. Which honestly, I think they should be upped. I think it's three and five and then unlimited. I think it should be five, ten, and then unlimited. But that's yeah. It's... I could I could agree with that. There there are some things with the um. I feel the same way about like the regular achievement diaries too. The way that the tellies scale up is like very awkward. Yeah. Um. It used to be way worse too. Like yeah. One, it's three unlimited or something. Yeah. It's. I think the one that comes to mind is on my hardcore. I was doing uh Vorkath, and I had the Fremnik boots three. 
and it's one telly a day, and then Elite <laughs> is unlimited. Yeah. How are you going to go from one to unlimited? Like, yeah. uh, like there should be like a, a, a gap or like a, you know, a, something <laughs> yeah. to bridge this because this just doesn't make any sense. One. Okay. Yeah, one to unlimited. That's funny. Yeah, I think the whole limitations on teleports, I'm glad they, they finally fixed, not fixed, but they changed the Achievement Diary Cape to unlimited because yeah. like those teleports are really good for clue scroll steps but as soon as you've used your 10 daily teleports it's almost like damn i probably shouldn't oh. even do any more clue scrolls today because it's like i gotta use the these about, like, yeah, slower routes slows me down now yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah no i i agree with that wholeheartedly it's they, they could definitely use some some balancing on the tellies okay looking at the twitter topics um i had the first one i see is by colton and he asks, how do you stay motivated, not get bored with OSRS content? That is a great question because I get that one a lot whilst I'm, you know, streaming too. I think ultimately the biggest thing that you can do, because, you know, I feel this, you know, personally too. The most important thing to staying interested in this game is you have to have a goal. You You absolutely have to have a reason that you're logging in. If you just log in and just, well, I'll figure it out, you are, you're going, I, I guarantee you, you will, like, lose motivation. You have to have something set in front of you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So let's say you just started an Ironman, okay? I, I think it's important to set yourself goals and stages, okay? So let's say I just made a new Ironman, and I think my first big goal should be Barrow's Gloves. Okay, so I'm going to set myself a goal of, of getting Barrow's Gloves. But if you can't play that much, that goal might overwhelm you. You might think, oh my god, I have so much to do. Set sub-goals along the way, okay? So you're it's Monday. You're going to log in. Today, I'm going to do... I'm going to do... Uh, plague city and biohazard and then i'm gonna get my ardune cloak one check i got all those done you know i got a new cape it's progress towards my barrows gloves so like that that to me is the key to being interested in this game you have to have goals you have to have a reason to log in otherwise the game it does get boring like you'll log in and just go what do i do yep um so that that's overall my advice goals and sub goals and if even that isn't working I tell people this too. I probably, I, maybe I shouldn't say this. It's a game. If you're not having fun, you don't have to play it right <laughs> Just now. Just log you out. Can, you can go play something else. If you feel like playing, come back and play it. It, it, is, it is a game. You're supposed to want to play it. It's supposed to be fun. If it's not fun, 
especially i mean it, it's i guess it's a little different as a content creator sometimes you gotta suck it up play it whatever right but like if you're just playing just because you want to especially then just if you don't want to play just don't play it right now you know take a break yeah. so that's my advice <laughs> so you say you have not burnt out of this game for over a for just you haven't not played this game for more than a week since like what 2000 2006. Said, 2006 late late yeah. 2006 so that's like 15 years now yeah so what um, is it do you have you just always had a goal or is this game just are you just built different <laughs> i i don't think i'm built differently no <laughs> i i think that i have always done a good job of setting goals um and you know it's absolutely a dash of addiction like let's not beat around the bush like we're, we're all at le- we're all at least a little bit runescape crackheads a little bit like <laughs> We we all function with this as part of our daily routine, but um, <laughs> I think it, yeah, it, it's always been having a goal, and then, you know, being a content creator, I think, has its own motivation as well. Not, I'm, I'm not even talking about, you know, making money. I'm talking about, like, it's motivating to know that I'm not just logging into Playroomscape today. I'm going to go talk to these people about my day. I'm going to go see my, you know, my friends, if you will. That has its own set of motivation to it as well. Um, but I will say this too. Sometimes I do get a little burnt out. You know, there there are some days where, you know, as much as I love streaming and, and content creating and all that jazz, you do anything eight hours a day for years. You Sometimes you have days where you're like, meh. And it's, it's not like, yeah. oh, I don't want to do it. It's like, you know, I don't, I, I could see myself doing something else right now. I want to go watch tv or or you know whatever yep um and so you know don't don't always assume that a content creator you watch is just having the time of his life and it's, like some days sometimes you're off too you know yeah you just you're not always feeling it i guess absolutely uh what would you say to somebody okay well i guess we all kind of know the answer to this already so i probably won't even ask it but i think <laughs> a ahead. lot of us have gotten to that point I say a lot of us, not all of us, but a lot of us have gotten to a point where you feel like you're done with the game permanently. <laughs> yeah. And then you realize a week later how dumb you were for even thinking that you could, you know, move on from this game. Yep. <laughs> no, I, I think everybody has done that where it's like, oh, I'm, I, I'll, I'll say as a joke too, they'll be like, ah, I'm quitting. I'll be like, okay, see you next week. <laughs> see, see, see you next tomorrow. week, dude. Yeah. See you after not, lunch. Not going to happen. Yeah. It no. it is it's so it's so hard to quit this game because yeah. it's just such a especially if you like I think if you you know if you PBM and you get rare drops or you're an Iron Man and you're completing goals it's just such a constant cycle of these dopamine hits that like this game is like a drug basically yeah. it, like like you just it, it's a constant cycle of dopamine hits that are not super hard to obtain well, they can be if you go really dry on stuff. But, like, especially if you're a new account and you're constantly, like, completing stuff and whatever. It's just it's just candy for your brain. It just it keeps giving you these little spikes of feel-good so you keep going, you know? Absolutely. And I just think... I think it was before I made an Iron Man. So I was a main for, like, a year. Yeah. And there were months where, like, I wasn't playing as much. And I was like, okay, I'm probably done with this game. Like, that's what I was thinking. Because, like, all I would do is, like, kill wyverns for money. And then I was like, what was the point of having money? Like, what am I 
trying not to do. even playing it right yeah. right and i was like really focused on school and i was like hanging out with girls and stuff so it was just like way sure. more things in my life but i remember th- i i even wrote this down because i knew i didn't want to forget how i felt <laughs> but yeah. when you get that re re uh ignite based like this reignition of um motivation to play it is yep crazy like yep it's all you want to do yeah it's like what, holy yep. sm- like this is all i'm thinking about like yep and you it's get weird. engulfed in it yeah and it's weird because it's like you didn't think you'd ever be able to get back to that point yeah like you absolutely. thought you were like burnt and just like you're like oh it's just a game i don't i don't need it but then you just have this weird phase where it's like oh my god i need this I'm back. Yep. And you're like, I, you even think about the game, like in your life, and you're like, oh my God, like imagine like going in and killing this boss or just even chopping this tree. It sounds so fun. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, uh, when, when my, when my hardcore died a few months ago, I definitely went through like, it was so surprising to me because like the whole time I played my hardcore, I was like, people were like, oh, what are you going to do if it dies? And I'm like, eh, I don't think I'll really care. I'll just keep playing it, whatever, you know? I was so, I was so wrong. Because I, you know, even sometimes I'd poke fun at, you know, remake Andes or whatever. When I died, the motivation was, it was weird. It, it like, hit me like a brick where I was like, wow, I, I actually don't feel like I have a reason to play this account anymore now. It, like, really messed with me. Um... And I, I went through that period for a bit where I streamed and I was just like, God, I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, what yeah. what the hell am I doing today, you know? And and then it came back. It, it took a while where I thought about what I wanted to do. And then I haven't played Dead Man mode in, like, forever. Uh, but with all the changes they made to this one, I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. And so I did Dead Man mode right on release. And I was like, oh, this is super fun. You know, it. so all it takes, I think if you are feeling burnt is sometimes you got to do something new, just yeah. try and not even a new account, but like new content, new, just something that'll, that'll spark it. If you will. Absolutely. Okay. I think we might've already covered this, but Randall hydro hydroelectric asks, looking back on all you've done in OSRS, what would you say is your fondest memory of the game? I know you said something about the early release and getting yeah. that annual of accuracy. Yeah, that amulet of accuracy was crazy. I, I, I just remember being absolutely ecstatic. Um, well, and I guess more along with the early release, I did a lot of Barrows, like, ASAP. Like, mm-hmm. Barrows is one of my favorite things to do in this game. I don't even know why. I just... It, it was, like, my nostalgic. favorite moneymaker. Yeah, it's it's nostalgic. And when I was a kid, I did it for money. And, um, and you get drops. Like, that's the thing. The it, it's... Yeah, that maybe is part of it. The, the drop rate is common enough that you're usually not going to go super dry. You're going to see something every, like, you know, couple of hours, probably. Yeah. Um, but I remember doing Barrows on release, and on, like, my very first chest, I got a Darox Helm. Now, this is pre-Grand Exchange, so I have to go to Varrock West and try to find a buyer <laughs> for this thing. And I sold it for, like, a mil. And, like, this is, I mean, this is, like, right after Old School came out. Like, that's a lot of money, mm-hmm. you know? I I was just ecstatic. Um, and then, of course, you know, as far as, if we're talking about, like, in-game memories, specifically, uh, well, getting getting Third Age was a very big deal for, you know, my channel, like, as a content creator. Dude, speaking of your Third Age. 
that that clip is ingrained in my mind. By the way, your orgasm, the voice, (laughs) the orgasm, or the nerdgasm they say, and I still remember it was in the lumberyard, correct? It was, yep. yep. Whenever I go there now, I actually think of that clip when you got third age. And I do a lot <laughs> I do, of hard I mean, blues. I do too. I, 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 my chat refers to it as the third age spot for me. Uh, that was nuts. I mean, that was, that in, in all the, you know, like I said, I played RuneScape for like 15 years now. That is the only third age piece I've ever gotten. And like my... I, I got 99 Slayer pre-EOC, and I did all my hard clues goals. So, like, I've done tons and tons of clues over the years, and that mm-hmm. was my that was my one and only. So that that was that was really cool. That was a very special memory. See, I think that they clue scrolls. I don't know who was the one that kind of came out with that. If that was the, I think that was the Gowers, right? Like, clue scrolls came out in what, 2005 or 2005, I think. Yeah, for, that sounds know. about right. But I'm just like, God, they nailed it. Like, yeah, it's they, such a, a unique idea. Like, it, yeah, and and they come out with something that's not best in slot, but it just looks badass. Like third yep. age. Like, damn. Yeah, you see it, that it, stuff, when, like, even even now, like you know, like let's say like full third age melee. You know, it's not that expensive anymore, yeah. but it still is like, oh damn, look at that. Like, yeah, catches yeah. your eye. See, I think. uh I remember, so I did the Dragonfall Helm grind. That was, honestly, to anyone listening, if you're if you're like a collection log Andy trying to go for that eventually, that was one of my most favorite grinds. Like, just chilling at the Mithril Dragons in that little cavern, just going down yep. there here and there. Like, you know, that was fun. And those chewed bones, oh, they nailed it with the chewed bones. I oh, hate, yeah. I hate how Addy, awesome. Addy and Rune Dragons are just like, you just get the drop, you know? Yeah, really yeah, the chewed like bones thing is that. sweet. Oh yeah, I got really. Um, I got my dragon full helm on my. I want to say third chewed bone. I got really lucky, <laughs> yeah. and that was so exciting because yeah. it was so unexpected. It was just like, oh, let me toss these chewed bones in real fast, and I went, oh my god, I, I actually got it. Yeah. Like you don't, you don't think you're gonna get it, but there it is. See. And it's totally cool that it's just a flex item and it has, like, no real use besides just yep. maybe a semi-tank helm. Yeah, but, but it just looks cool. Yeah. yeah. But honestly, um, this is, like, the kind of selfishness in me. But I really wish that – I don't know. Like, I know the Nate is not face guards, like, best in slot whatnot. I really wish that, like, the dragon full helm almost shared – the like plus six strength just so i could rock that over i know it just sucks I, that you I, can't ever rock it without being inefficient you know because it's so yeah. badass i totally agree it it design wise there's just nothing like it in the game it, oh, it is so extremely cool. unique design wise it, it, you look like predator dude so you do cool. it, yes you literally look like predator and it's it, it, it's huge the helmet is colossal <laughs> yeah. it's so cool yeah i love it yeah, it's just the shame. It's like one of those things, like third age. Like, so I have three pieces of third age. Yeah. Um, and I have the plate body. You got the plate body, correct? Uh, plate legs. Oh, it wasn't the plate body. No, it was plate legs. I swear to God, like in my mind, it's the plate. Okay. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I guess I can see that now. That you say that. So you got plate. I would kill for the plate legs, by the way, because I have the plate body. Of course, you'd probably kill for the plate body. 
Yeah. If it was I, on you know what my account. favorite piece is? Is the kite shield. The third age kite shield is beautiful. See, that was my first piece of the kite shield. Then I got the plate body. Damn. That's awesome. And then I got the the robe bottoms. Oh, yeah. But Oh, the, the robe top is sweet. Oh, yeah. Now I really want it because I have the bottoms. But I'm like, yeah, uh, of course. dude, if I get the third age plate legs... I I can flex the sh- the shield, the plate legs, the plate body, and then the dragon full helm. Like you don't even need the third oh, yeah. age oh, helmet yeah. when be you sick. have a dragon full helm. Yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah, that's like those are goals. Like those are like the hashtag goals for my account. Is like complete a third age set or get close. Like plate legs or the third age robe top would be. I would literally bin my ancestral. I would never wear my ancestral again if I got the robe top. I just like no. Nope. Yeah, because you I just, lose you just like it that much. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Um Hugh Jass wants Hugh Jass wants hmm, to hmm. uh or he says this. He says, Tell us about the early days of streaming, making videos on YouTube. Also, where did the name Mr. Mammal come from? Okay. Um, so I, I guess I can do that part first. So the name Mr. Mammal comes it's pretty random. So when I got my uh, Xbox 360 back when it would have been the the Christmas after Modern Warfare 2 came out. So like, I don't even know what year that would be. Um, At any rate, so I I got an Xbox 360 for Christmas. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Appreciate it. Uh, I randomly generated an Xbox gamer tag. I did not know what to name myself. So I, I went through a bunch of you know, random generations, and I ended on explosive mammal. Now, <laughs> I'm I'm a kid, like I'm I'm like however old I was. I thought that was hilarious. I'm like, okay, that's the one right there, we're done. So I wanted my I was like, okay, you know, I guess I'm just gonna kinda like brand around that. So I wanted my RuneScape name to be similar to Explosive Mammal. So then I landed on Mr. Mammal. And that's it. That's so. That, is, that how, is, how long has that been your name for? Like, what um, year? I guess in RuneScape, did you change, or was it just? Old I think. School? I think it was a little bit before old school, maybe like 2011, okay, something like that. So it's been for like probably like 10 years now, roughly. Um, so that's the origin of the Mister Mammal name. It's a randomly generated Xbox gamer. It has tag a nice ring I, to it. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I. I, it could have been, you know, it could have been way different. I, I was thinking about that. I could have generated something totally random, like happy cactus. See, I could be Mr. Yeah. Cactus. I mean, I have, I have no idea, you know, it's totally. No, I, th- I think it's almost like psychology like that. The sort of like alliteration with the MMM, just like. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There's a lot of M's in my name, so it, yeah. it kind of works. Yeah. Um, So that that's where it came from. And then the early days of content creating so i started excuse me sorry um i started making progress videos and that's you know kind of still my thing um because i didn't know what else content to make i was just like i'm just gonna record what i do in game basically yep um that was really really fun and i learned a lot over the years because if i go back and i watch my early progress videos it was a lot of I, I pretty much just put every single thing I did into a video. Like, like I would just record me completing every Slayer task. So I have a, I had a lot of old videos where I just didn't get a whole lot done. See, but I, I don't know. The thing is, back then, it, it, it was just me literally doing exactly what I wanted. It was just like, 
this is what I think is going to be cool. Mm -hmm. This is what I think is going to be good in a video. So I'm going to do that. Which I I think when content creators are smaller, there is almost more of a... Well, not that big content creators are disingenuous, but it, it... there's less feedback to work with, so you just literally do exactly what you think is the best. Yep. Um. So, you know, it, it was it was different making content then when you have less viewers. Um, and you know, I started I started with YouTube. I started out doing YouTube. I you know didn't really get that many viewers, and then when I got third age, I got featured on uh, Chris Archie. And on Spark Mac Live, and so that gave my channel quite a bit of publicity, um, and I started growing a bit from there. And then, you know, late late 2013, Twitch as a website as a whole was starting to grow quite a bit, and so I, I was getting a lot of comments on YouTube saying, "Oh, you should try streaming on Twitch." So, like late 2013, I started streaming on Twitch. Um, and that was really, really cool. I think more so than YouTube, because, you know, YouTube is still, I just kind of put together my progress videos and like, here you go. Here's my video. Hope you like it. Yep. Streaming definitely changes when you get a bigger audience. It, it starts to feel a little bit different. Um, I, one of my fondest memories is when I was a kid, you know, still because I started streaming when I was, like, a sophomore in high school. So, you know, I was still at home with my parents in high school when I started streaming. And I just remember sitting there, and somebody said, yo, I donated. And I was like, <laughs> it was like my, my first donation ever. Um, and back then, there was no, like, Streamlabs. And if there was, I, I didn't know about yeah. it. I didn't know how to set it up. So I literally just had to go to my email <laughs> and check. And I saw that I got a, an email from PayPal saying that somebody sent me money. And I was just like, no shot. Somebody just actually like, gave me like, <laughs> like there's no way this just happened for real. <laughs> but yeah, it was, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's very, it's very, you know, humbling to, to, I guess, kind of go back and look at it. Cause Absolutely. you know, I, yeah, I started with, it started as, as, as a kid and I, I'm very, very fortunate that I got started as early as I did, I think. And not even. I know everybody does like the... I, I don't mean to like talk down on myself. I don't think I really do anything extraordinary content creation-wise. Like, I kind of just show up and do my thing. Like, I, I don't yeah. I don't have, like, crazy production value. I don't... I don't I'm not really, like, amazing at the game. I just kind of show up and just play, right? So I think that had I showed up way later than I did when it was already getting pretty saturated, I, I don't feel confident that I'd be doing what I'm doing right now. So I think that... The timing was good for me. I got in before it was really saturated. And it yeah. also helped that, you know, I wasn't an adult with bills and responsibilities. I got to just kind of focus on this if I wanted to. Absolutely. Um, so. No, I, I completely see that. Uh, on the, I guess, kind of countering it in a way. I will say anybody that does feel like they want to be a content creator and stuff like I don't think it ever it really is too late, especially... Oh, no, I don't think so either. Yeah, yeah, and... But I will say, like, there is obviously so much benefit in starting early. Like, you see any of, like, the biggest streamers? Like, just yeah. think of, like, you know... I don't know, Ninja, Shroud, you know? Any of these people? Right. Like, if they had started 
a year ago. Like they wouldn't be who they are clearly, you know? No. Yeah. Surely not. So yeah, uh, it, it and, and for most people, unless you, unless you have like a connection or something, it usually does take years and years. Like you'll, mm-hmm. you'll slowly build and then it'll kind of like take off. But unless you have a connection, like there are some streamers, of course, that are amazing. Let's say they, they stream Valorant, right? And they're amazing at it. They're a pro player. That's different, right? Because you have you have a way Absolutely. of getting super big, like super fast. Um, but for you know a lot of like standard content creators, it's going to take you years yeah. to kind of build up. And I even see, you know, I mean, I I look at you, I look at Bodie, I look at Foe, Curtis, all of like the, I I say giants of the old school section. You know, not like old school is a huge section or not, but I right, see you guys right. as like the pillars. And um, and I'm missing names, of course, but. Right. Uh, like, you guys have been streaming for years, like nearly a decade of content creation, maybe over a decade of content creation, you know? Yeah. And it's just like some people, I think, miss that, like the consistency. And like, I mean, I see Foe, like I'll I'll pop in his stream. He's just doing his thing. It's like it's because he's already built that community. And right. So you have I, those people that like you for you, no ex- matter what. Exactly. Know? And so I, I see somebody's like, okay, imagine if Foe were to start streaming right now with everything. Like, nobody knows who he is, and then he puts on the same exact production. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't probably pull that many viewers because nobody knows who he is yet, you know? It's just like... Yep. It's, it's one of those things where, like, st- content creators that are big, they're... Like, like you have to grow it, but once you grow, you're big because you're big. Like, exactly. like you're popular because they already know who you are. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And it's not to say that like big content creators don't provide good content. It's just that it's like you, you don't said, have to go you... above and beyond. You're just like chilling at that point. You know? Exactly. I yeah. A, a lot of uh, that's what it feels like. A lot of days on stream, I pretty much just show up and talk to people. You yeah, know? it's just me hanging out pretty much. And that's kind of like the beautiful part of it is like there isn't. As soon as you kind of feel comfortable in content creation after a few years, it's like that's kind of like the thing you should look forward to is like you don't have to always be under this horrible pressure to like, oh, like I'm going to lose my entire audience if I do. It's like, no, like once you build up a good base, like you're, you can kind of just chill, you know, somewhat. To an extent, yeah. yeah. Somewhat. I can't even imagine being like an IRL streamer. They have to, oh God, like you have to like <laughs> go out of your way to like make content like that that would be exhausting <laughs> yeah. i i can't even imagine being like an see IRL some people streamer. are just more adventurous and like energetic like that's that. true that's i true. feel like some runescape some players in general like, are very comfortable and introverted for the most part and just you know they're they're cool playing games all day yeah exactly it, it suits some people better you know what i feel bad for is um and again this is coming from me everyone's different but I feel bad for people, and I'm not going to name names, but people that, like, start streaming with insane content. Yeah. And yep. then it's like, you have to upkeep that shit now, you know? Like, yeah, because now they have an expectation. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, uh, like, you're going to get a huge, you know, spike of growth, like, initially. Like, way more than, like, an average streamer. Like, I started off really slow. I was pulling, like, three to ten viewers for the first three months. You know, yep. just I was yeah. building from nothing. Didn't have a YouTube or anything. But then you see... Yeah, which is the hardest part. Yeah. You know, starting out is hard. <laughs> yeah. But you see these people that start off uh, doing just crazy stuff. You're like, oh, God. Like, 
Good luck. You know, people <laughs> are keeping this, you know, like okay. yeah, people are gonna people are gonna come to expect this, man. Good luck. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Now that like one comes to mind, um I so uh I've hung out with Ice Poseidon like a few times at RuneFest. Um because mm-hmm. you know he used to play RuneScape, so yeah. He used uh, to watch his they invited they invited him out to RuneFest. Um and like it's crazy what you saw on stream back in the day from Ice Poseidon versus what you saw in person off stream was just so different. Like he was such like a chill, like he's just a, he's just a nice dude. And then, yeah. but, but then his, his, his audience came to expect this, this fucking wild shenanigans. Right. Yep. So then he had to try to upkeep that and it just, it wasn't feasible and he just wasn't happy. So, and I think now he's kind of doing his own thing. He's, he's more chill. He's, which is, you know, good for him. Yeah. Uh, but th- that's an example that comes to mind. I think of his, just, you know, meeting Ice Poseidon and being like, wow, this guy is super chill. This is a nice guy. Like, you know, stream is just, it's a persona, you know, it is. Yep. Do you, I don't know if you've ever watched Fat Cloud before. It um, rings a bell, but I don't think so. Yeah. So uh, Fat Clouds, he, it, what's funny is he really, he similar, similarly reminds me of Ice Poseidon in a way. He's actually from Florida as well. Or I don't know if he's from Florida, but he was in Florida at yeah. the time. And so he just really crazy, super energetic and then i remember going into a discord like a like a video call with some like him and some of his friends and stuff and he was like just chilling like the most calm yeah. dude of all time and uh yeah it's just crazy to uh kind of see the difference of people like on stream versus like off so, yeah i, I think totally yeah having to have a persona is is difficult yeah the, the the more genuine you can be when you stream the better longevity you're gonna have oh yeah Absolutely. yeah having a persona makes it a lot harder to do day in and day out i think yeah and i uh i think they're i mean an, personas it's hard to say because like i would say i sort of have a stream persona and that's just sure. me trying to be as engaging as possible obviously i'm not just gonna do the exact same thing i do off stream which is sit here in silence yeah no absolutely yeah and i'm the same way like i I, you know when i stream i i usually kind of self sort of yeah you lift yourself up a little bit you know you're a little more energetic or whatever than you would be off stream yeah but there's a difference between like acting entirely yeah yeah so okay semtex asks well, he asks one thing again. It's like those memories, but he has a second question. How many times do you think you've shook the banana plushie so far? And I have something to input. Where did that banana gimmick come from? So I will I will start with your question then. Okay. Um, so I, like shortly after I got, I got my sub button in like the summer of 2014. And shortly afterwards... I was I I wanted a sub thing right I I I wanted a sub thing I I wanted some sort of like mascot something something to yeah. say or to do you know and I I couldn't figure out what it was I had a really hard time coming up with something and then I went to a fair and I played like some carnival games and I won this this Rasta banana right so I brought it home and. My chat just thought it was really funny. I don't know. They they, they thought my banana was, was really, really funny. And so... <laughs> so I, random. 
It, it's extremely random. It is extremely random. Uh, but here we are. I don't know. It's, it's not, so how many times know. do you think you've shook it? I. It's it's like so hard to say. So if I I'm I'm that's what that's why I started with that. I'm I'm trying to pull up my stream labs <laughs> to like get a sample of like if it tells me how many subs I had in an average year. Yeah. Well, how so many like times each... do you shake it per sub? Per okay, <laughs> per sub. I gotta play this out. I'm gonna go with like ten. <laughs> I, I I would say I probably and I have I have oh a method. I like I hold it and then I use like the my peace sign fingers, my middle finger <laughs> yeah, and my I, index I finger, imagine. and I I just push it forward with those two fingers. <laughs> I I would say ballpark ten shakes per sub. So, Damn. you know, I like I said I've had a sub button since. 2014 so a seven lot. years of however however many subs i've gotten over the course of seven years and this is this is not the original banana um so what i did and what i've done in the past is this is like my i think my third one maybe uh when i did charity streams in the past um i would say the top donator of the charity stream will get the banana so i oh, i've wow. mailed that i've mailed out and like signed like three bananas um, so this is not the original one anymore. Uh, but yeah, they, they, it's funny. You can see on them. They have a, a very definite crease in the middle <laughs> from, from where they get like folded over when I, <laughs> so oh my God. they get used. That's awesome though, because it's like, you know, as a streamer, like I would encourage any streamer to come out with their own little like gimmick or something, like, just something that's like them. It's like that banana thing is you. Like, if, it is. You know? People people associate that with me. And the funny thing is too is like people say like, "Oh, are you tired of shaking the banana?" It is the most unconscious like reaction. <laughs> like, yeah. do you think it even crosses my mind? No shot. Like I hear my sub sound in my headphones, and I'm like a zombie. Like my 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 body just unconsciously does the thing. Like it it's instantaneous. Do you ever think of just how crazy it, it, like, I don't know. I know this is, like, completely off topic, but how crazy it is to be a human and just come up with these, like, subconscious things. Just, just, yeah. just doing stuff. It is, it is wild to think about how, like, our, yeah, how, how we work subconsciously. The things we do without realizing, <laughs> yeah. like, and th- it that, is, it is, it's cool. Like I even think of, um, I remember, like, Solo Nightmare. When I first yeah. started doing that, you had to, you had to think so much and, Doing mm-hmm. it on streams, like you can't look at the chat. There's no way. Gotta right, you have to think about. And then switching to prey melee, and yeah, and then you start building the muscle memory. Like your brain just starts. It just knows what to do without yeah. you like actively thinking about oh, it. Oh yeah, it you knows. are not. You're not even there. It's like driving nope. a car. You know, like a long yep. road trip. You are out. Like you, you don't even realize you're driving a car. You're like, okay, this is not even safe, but like it is because. You're... I think about that all the time. There's, it's, it's like there's a, a name for the phenomenon, but I forget what it is. But it, it's yeah, it's it's like you start at point A, and then all of a sudden you're at point B, and you're like, oh, like that's not drove, good. I, just I don't drove remember. That, I? <laughs> I don't yeah, remember any of that. It's I'm like weird. extra bad with that because I live in uh, I live in North Dakota, so there's very little traffic. So like, I can I can drive like. So I live, I don't know, like four hours from my parents. I literally can get on the interstate and I can set my cruise and probably not take it off at all for four hours. Like I, like I can just, 
That's you know amazing. How easy it, That's so you know nice. how easy it is to just like like you're talking about that point A to point B and you're there thing. Oh god, it's it's terrible. It's Dude. I have no idea what I do. So I'm I'm from Oregon and we had family. Okay. I actually have family in North Dakota as well, but I have family in North Carolina. Okay, and so we would take road trips, like forty eight hour road trips across the country, Oof. like yeah. multiple times and. uh I will say, like, so, like, when I got older, when I turned, like, 15, I had my permit, and I would uh, drive, and then I think we went again when I was, like, 17, but, yeah, like, I really wish there were highways, like, similar to North Dakota, where it's, like, you don't have to deal with anybody, you know, because sometimes you oh, start getting that, like, crazy. anxiety of, like, there's a dude that's, like, riding your ass or something and it's just oh like, that's God, the like, worst oh, you start no. overthinking yeah. things you're just like this is just annoying but yeah getting those when you're driving at night though and you get those like long highways you're just like oh yeah it's wide open yeah it's 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 crazy i mean there, there certainly is downsides to living in north dakota but like some of the upsides is just yeah there's like no traffic anywhere and it's it snows chill. a lot right like big time yeah it's um so we get like less snow than like let's say Minnesota does, for example. But um, let me look at this up really fast. I don't I don't want to misquote this because um, people are gonna you know. Th- there's this weird thing. There's 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 totally a thing called like weather ego. Where like <laughs> if I say it's cold, somebody from Canada's like, oh you, you don't, don't know what cold, know, is. dude. You don't even yeah. Okay okay. <laughs> if I okay here we go. If I Google this, this is I mean you know. Debatable, but I, I just googled the coldest cities in America. North Dakota is numbers two, three, and four. So, okay. uh, like Fairbanks, Alaska is number one, and then three cities in North Dakota are two, three, and four. Wow. So, okay. I mean, it gets it gets it gets pretty cold. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah, my mom grew up there, so. Yeah, a little bit of her childhood. She would just say like, like. So I'm from Oregon, where we would get like two inches of snow, and yeah. they'd cancel school for a week. Oh, and then yes, yeah, yeah, and then she was like, yeah, like we would have like four feet of snow, and you just like you go to school, you know? Like, yeah, it was like, ah, <laughs> eh, the school bus will figure it out. You'll, you'll get there. <laughs> yeah, it, it it would take a lot for it took a it takes a lot to cancel school here. <laughs> um, and I I always love so you know I obviously through streaming you talk to people from all over the world. But, like, the coldest day that I can remember recently, um, it was, like, it was like New Year's Day of, I think, 2017, I want to say, with the wind chill factored in, because that's pretty big. It's, it's very windy here. We have, mm-hmm. like, no trees, so it's always windy. With the wind chill, it was negative 62 Fahrenheit, Jesus I want to say. Christ. Which is, like... I can't even so like it does get to a point where once it's a certain coldness you you can't tell that big of a difference because it's just really goddamn cold no matter what um but I always tell people to imagine what that's like if you're from somewhere warm well you maybe can't even imagine it at all but like let, let's say you live in a place where Oregon gets like at least you know you get snow right so yeah like, there, it, it, and, there, like, and there are places that get a lot colder in Oregon sure I was yeah. from a more temperate area so I always say, like, if you can imagine a cold winter, whatever cold is to you, yeah. I want you to take that and then make it so, like, things hurt. Like, the inside of your nostrils hurt. Your skin, like, it, like, it, 
the difference is it, it, it like the air hurts you i would say is the best way i can describe Jesus. it it's 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 pretty nasty yeah it's brutal do you like snow i i like snow for a while so like when 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 we get the first snow of the year i'm always really happy and excited and like the problem is we will usually get our first snow sometime in october and the snow will not be gone until uh, late April, early May. So, I mean, that's uh, October, November, December, January, February, March. I mean, it, it's usually literally six months of snow. It, it's pretty much half the year. So, it, it gets really old. That's all I will say. Yeah. I like it for a while, but it gets really old. So, I'm kind of curious. Does your snow... I, I know there's, like, just so... Like, the population is so much smaller than most places. But yeah, do you get like i don't know like i just remember in oregon like when it would snow the next day it was just everything is just slushy there's trucks pouring salt over everything everything's brown mm-hmm. and mushy like or does everything stay pretty white there because like they just don't really care as much yeah so, so oregon we... just turns into this big mess of just slush it's just gross oh i i know what you're talking about so we get that in like the early spring so okay. so around like april it starts to warm up, but there's still lots of snow. So we get that then when it's it starts getting really slushy. And the worst is when it we have we'll have a hot day. It'll be like I say hot. It'll be like fifty. It'll be like you know forty <laughs> fifty. It, it'll be enough that it starts melting. Right? Yeah. And then the next day it'll drop back down to twenty. So you have this slush oh, that and then, then ice. It, it refreezes. Oh, God. that that is the worst. That do you is get like terrible. black ice or whatever? Yes. Well, how how yeah, is that we caused, do. by the way? Is that just? I have, or like, I, I have know. no idea. Truthfully, I is think it's like oil. Like... I feel like it's almost like a mixture. Like I used to think because like there was only black ice. Whenever I hear about that, I'd always see it like on roads. And yeah. I'm like, I wonder if it's like something to do with like cars and I don't. I don't even it could. Know. Yeah, I think I think it's like ice that gets like maybe compacted super duper hard or something. Like yeah. you're driving on it or. Otherwise, I truthfully, I, I don't know, I guess. But it, I think it might have to do with that. Yeah, it gets compacted down or something. Yeah, but, crazy. But yeah, no, like, when it's, like, peak winter, yeah, no, it's just, it stays white and fluffy. Now, of course, like, uh, you know, plows come through, and so they f- remove the excess snow, if you will. Um, But, it, 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 yeah, it doesn't get that slushy kind of stuff until, like, early spring. So it looks all beautiful and white for a few months at least. It does. I can't imagine Christmas without snow. I, yeah, so we, weird. I lived in. I mean, I live in Alabama right now. It's like yeah, there's no such thing as snow here. Yep, <laughs> I bet. So it's just like yeah, Christmas is just like oh, it's just it's like 45 degrees out, like or it's just like <laughs> it's like a normal day. Yeah, it's like it weird. Doesn't really feel the same. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Cody asks. He has a bunch of things. He has two things, so I'm gonna I'm gonna read them both, and then we'll kind of cover the ones that we haven't fully yet discussed. But he says, okay. "What's it like being one of the most well-known content creators there are for old school? What was it like transitioning from RS3 to OSRS as a content creator? Who were you? Who were your inspirations when becoming a creator? What did it feel like becoming a full-time? Become full-time? What did it, you feel when deciding to become full-time during college?" And then, you know what? Let's just cover those ones first. This is a lot of questions. I okay. didn't realize how okay. many it was. <laughs> so, uh, I guess first and foremost, I mean, it's crazy to me. I, I definitely get, like, a bit of imposter syndrome sometimes where, like, 
I, you know, I guess I, I, I objectively, right, in the, in the grand scheme of things, like, we're not even remotely close to famous, okay? Famous, I think of Brad Pitt, okay? Like, yeah. something like that, right? <laughs> Maybe within, and, and even within the, the Twitch realm, like, the guy's like, oh, I guess Tim the Tabman moved to YouTube, but like, like a ninja, a, a, a Tim the Tabman, those are famous streamers. You could, okay, you know, if you say I'm ob- I'm objectively famous within the RuneScape category specifically, okay, fine, I suppose. But it's still, it doesn't, it doesn't feel that way to me. Like, I'm just, I just play RuneScape, man. Like, I, like, it's, it's hard to put into words because I just, I, I don't feel that. I, I, I don't, I don't feel well known. Um. And, and and it you know when I when I go to things like RuneFest, it's always extremely humbling because then you have people that come up to you and say like, "Oh, hey, I love your videos," and then it, it's it puts a literal physical like, "Wow, this is a human being that watches me," you know? Yeah. Um, but it, I I I never really have ever felt like popular. Not not in a way that like, oh, people don't watch me, but like, I just don't. I just feel like a a dude who plays RuneScape and I just happened to make videos about it. It's kind of crazy to sit back and think about that sometimes. Yeah. Um, the, a colossal blessing. Um, and then, so I guess that's, that's how I feel about being a big content creator. It, 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 it never really, I guess, sets in maybe the reality. Yeah. Uh, what was the next question? Sorry. I, I want to, well, he says transitioning from RS3 to OSRS. And then one of them was, they're like the inspirations to become a creator in the first place. Like who you watch. Did you have some ad you said? Uh, no, no, I just, Oh, okay. No. Um, and then it was, transitioning... well, sorry. And then there was just one last thing of, uh, of what you, uh, felt when you decided to become full time. Okay. So like transitioning, transitioning from RS3 to old school was weird. Cause like I, I mostly made old school videos and I mean, this is there's still a very big stigma, right? Where a lot of old school RuneScape players just hate RuneScape three. RuneScape yeah. three is is the devil, right? <laughs> and so I was still moderately interested in playing RuneScape three, and so I would occasionally make some RuneScape three YouTube videos. But at this point, my channel was starting to grow because of my old school RuneScape content, and so I would post those, and then people would be like, "Oh, what the hell is this, man? We don't want to see this." And so. <laughs> Yeah, like you, there would be there would be big backlash. Yeah. Not like horrible, but like there's you know, always those way... like super loud commenters though that just make it known yeah. that they hate this. Yeah. Yeah, and it would you know way more dislikes than my normal videos would get and whatever. And so part I think part of me not wanting to play RuneScape three anymore was like okay, this clearly just as a content creator is just not what people want to see. And and I think it's important to do what you want as a content creator, but. At some point, you have to be reasonable and be like, okay, this clearly is just not what people want from me. Yeah. Um, and so that toppled with, you know, uh, around that time, I was getting ready to go off to college. And, like, I, I was just busy. I was busy overall, and I just didn't really have time to split between the two games anyway. So I just made the logical overall decision, like, okay, I'm just going to stick to old school. And every now and then, I'll still get, like, a little... I'll get, like, a little peak of interest in RuneScape 3, which I'll then, you know, I'll go look up some YouTube videos, I'll watch some stuff about, like, whatever's new, and then 
you know, okay, well, they're, they're, I'm, I'm good again now. Um, they're like satisfied so, your hunger for it. Exactly, exactly. Um, and then, yeah, but like I said, I've talked, I said it a little bit before, but I really do think PVM wise, RuneScape three is fun in its own way. It just doesn't really feel like RuneScape anymore. Like it, it's very, very different. But it is fun in, in its own way. Um, so, and then what did I feel in regards to going full-time? So, yeah. you know, it was one of those things where... Uh, so, I guess if you define full-time as doing it as my, you know, main source of income. I guess I did it when I, you know, was like 16. I had I had a job... This is a very North Dakota thing for me to say. But I had a job working for a local farm. I just kind of did some manual labor stuff, you know, mm. when I was like a teenager. And I liked that. It was, it was you know, good old wholesome work, brother, you know. It, it was it was satisfying Honest for work. the soul, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> and so I enjoyed it. But then I was like, well, you know, I'm starting to make more money from doing this. And I really enjoy it. So, like, I may as well just do this as my focus. And, you know, my, parent, my parents are older. Um... You know, I'm 24. My dad and my mom are, I think, 64 and 62, respectively. So, like, I have pretty old parents from my age. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they they had a really hard time, like, coming around with it at first. Well, because, you know, as a kid, before I made content, I, I played RuneScape like crazy. You know, I, in the summers, I'd play for 10 hours a day or whatever. Plus. And, um, <laughs> you know, they'd always be Emphasis like... Emphasis on the plus. <laughs> yeah, let's let's be real here. <laughs> And so it would always be like, oh, why, you know, why do you spend so much? It's the classic, you know, why do you spend so much time classic on the computer? Boomers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they, they, I think justifiably were just concerned. Yeah, You know, absolutely. saying like, make sure you're doing other things with your life. Don't just, don't just only do this. Yep. Um, I think, and everybody that's listening can relate to that if they had yeah. decent parents. I think everybody had parents that at least were they they would at least question why you would play so much yeah. um which is I, I is understandable you know back Absolutely. then you might be like Absolutely. Oh, screw you screw you mom but it's a very reasonable thing yeah. like it, and there was violent know. video games as well it's like we're like I wasn't allowed to play rated M games like absolutely not and so I had to like sneak yeah. call of duty in like you know yeah and I was like yeah. I'm not going to kill anybody I promise like I'm not going to go buy a it's gun just a game mom <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, continue. Um, but so it took them a while to come around on it. And it's not that they weren't like supportive of it. They were just skeptical, basically, which again yeah. is totally reasonable. And then they saw that, okay, you know, he's been he's been doing this for a long time. And, and now he's actually making money from it. So if it's something he likes and he's making money, well then, you know, hey, go for it. And then, you know, I, I graduated from high school and... You know, streaming was was starting to pick up a little bit, but I was like, well, you know, content creation can obviously be quite uncertain. So I was like, well, I should at least probably do some college. That's what I did. I, um, you know, I had some scholarships and stuff. So I I went to a community college and I got my associate's degree, which pretty much just means that I did my generals just because I was like, well, I should at least do something. Um. And so I, I got my associate's degree, which, you know, means I did my generals, but I didn't do anything specific with it. And then when it was time to transfer over to my bachelor's, I was like, well, truth be told, I have no idea what I want to do. I, I really, even after my two years uh, of getting my associates, nothing is standing out to me in regards to what I'm interested in. 
So I I suppose it just makes the most sense as of right now. Instead of, well, I'm just going to force myself to go to school and then end up hating it or whatever. Um, I guess it makes sense if I've already got a good thing going. Let's just roll with this for now and see how things go. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I did. And it, it was like a... Di- it was a difficult decision because, you know, in the back of your mind as a... Con- I mean, it depends on probably how popular you are, but, like, I think as a lot of content creators in the back of our minds, it's kind of like, okay, you know, someday this most likely will no longer work for me and I'm going to have to have a plan B. It, it I know it's at least in the back of my head, which maybe it shouldn't yeah. be. It might be a little unhealthy at times, but it, it, I think it's also responsible to have a plan B, Absolutely. you know, in, in the back pocket, if you will. Um, so part of me was like, you know, I probably should finish something that I was like, well, see community college was super cheap, which I, I'm a big advocate. Like if you can, I highly recommend people go to a community college for the first two years because you get the same credits and it's way, way cheaper. Yep. Um, so I'm glad that I did things the way that I did. Um, and then at that point it was pretty much like, you know. I've already got this going. Let's just put a little more time into it effectively was all that changed. Now, I could imagine it would be very hard if I was... Let's say I already had a career and I was like, okay, I'm going to quit and I'm going to do this full-time. That would be horrifying. I can't even imagine. Or or if I, you know, let's say at the time, I, you know, when I went full-time, I didn't have a girlfriend or, you know. So it, I could imagine, like some of these content creators that get into it as adults, like you are an adult with a career or a wife. And then you're just like, okay, honey, I need you to trust me. I'm going to, that would be, I can't even imagine actually horrifying. Absolutely. I have, and um, you're married. And so, yes, you know, now I'm still single. Like, (laughs) I don't know really what goes on in a serious relationship where there's, two partners and like i yeah because i like i see people that are starting to do streaming and stuff and i also know like personally a friend whose wife is like he wants to stream but he's married and his wife's against him streaming yeah and it's just like damn like ah like (laughs) that's kind of unfortunate because like it would be it would be tough to not have support yeah Yeah. and it's just like all right Um, like that's just ruled out you know because he loves his partner enough to just respect well i guess i'm gonna do what's best for my family yeah yeah and so uh yeah it's definitely just starting off when you're single or just you know don't have like for me i was really blessed because i yeah i had like bills to pay and stuff but I was single. I wasn't providing for anybody else. And it was just like, right, right. If so I go, was... if I go homeless, like all I have to do is just go home and go back to my job. Like, it's like not right. Yep. It, it's all on me. Yeah. I don't have any other people to worry about per exactly. se. Yeah. Yep. It, so I, I think that's, that's like I said before, I feel lucky that I, I got started with content creation when I was young because yeah. the less, I think the less responsibilities you have, the easier it is to create content without having unnecessary worry in the mm. back of your head, I guess, you know? Yeah. Okay. So I guess that was, that was kind of my experience of going full time. You know, even, even though I was young, it still was like, damn, I hope I'm doing the right thing. Cause you know, I worry about my future. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but... And there is so much uncertainty with content creation and it's just so new too. like, 
It is. In relativity, it is such a new thing, you know? Yep. It's a very new career, if and you will. Sometimes I think, you know, sometimes I think, like, oh, what if I had started content creation when I was, like, 17 or something rather than 23? And Yeah. But then I think I'm actually kind of glad I'm older because I have more... I don't know. I almost feel like I could have gotten taken advantage of, or I would have done immature things when I was like too right. young. So, yeah, there, there definitely is like pro con. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you can look at some of like my old YouTube videos. Some of the stuff I did was so cringy, and it's like, well, I wouldn't have done that out. But then again, it makes you, it makes you who you are as exactly. a content creator, I guess. And but... it's like people gotta just understand, like you're, you're young. I was a kid, man. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Okay. He he also asks, um, who are the inspirations? of you becoming a content creator initially? So I would say probably, I mean, you know, way, way back in the day before like Twitch was a big thing. I loved uh, Rune Shark. Oh Rune yeah. Shark on YouTube had such like the, the God Swords from scratch series. I just love their content as a whole. Um, and then of course, as a kid, well, this is what made me start YouTube in general was um, I watched like uh, so solid 2k. He did those, uh, max hit videos with like different weapons um then like fat wrecked and uh there's a guy i i I forget some of the og youtubers from back then um but i I watched them you know back when i was a kid and i was like oh this is so cool i want to do this and that's what inspired me to start making youtube videos and i like made my first youtube videos ever like when i was like 10 years old and i remember one of them was literally me doing the boss fight from the Swan Song quest. And I put it in Windows Movie Maker and I put the rainbow effect over the entire screen and I uploaded it. Like that was the video. That like, was the whole video. Dude, I used to use Windows Movie Maker to edit stupid videos and I was like 10 as well. And it's like, yeah. it was like a challenge to use every single effect possible to just yep use like this is like talent you know like if you can utilize every effect like you have a good video <laughs> so like everything was just and then and we had this yeah. like we had this like uh what's it called that music that has a uh, almost like a what's it called like a a watermark on it but it's like in the audio yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. They like a tag. Yeah, like it just like, keeps yeah. repeating throughout the song so that you don't copy it. Yep. I would put no, that, I got you. I would put that music in it. And then I got to the point, I think I was like 11 or 12, where <laughs> I would literally trim the audio to cut out those little like watermarks. <laughs> and so yeah. it had no rhythm to it. Like the whole song was just painful to listen to because it's like choppy. Every like, 15 seconds, it was just, yeah, just go to another part of the song yeah and i was like this is good like this is good stuff yep this is no great idea. that's yeah. that's my favorite thing about like videos that i used to make and stuff you were just so like unself aware like you just <laughs> this is amazing and you just like nobody was gonna tell you different like this is fantastic yep literally um um i guess where was i at oh so like that yeah. was my like my my inspiration way back in the day was like you know the og content creators um, and then as far as streaming goes, you know, I, I, I have a very fond memory of watching Paul or, or Foe. Um, when, when rares first came into this game, they would spawn in random places in the game. Oh so, yeah, like the party hats and stuff you're talking about? Yeah, I remember watching a Foe pick up uh, Halloween masks 
by Chronozone in the Edgeville like wilderness dungeon, and one spawned and he picked it up, and like it was so hype, and I was like, man, I love this energy. I love like the that you can share these moments live with people. Yeah. Um. So a lot of the you know your household names you know I, I started with back in the day like Paul and or Foe and and Bodie and and MMORPG you know yeah. all all of your big names back in the day I was super inspired by them and I'm still inspired by them to this day you know they all create great content and like you got to give props to honestly I don't think there's anybody that is more consistent with their schedule than Curtis he is like, a beast. He he's like a freak of consistency. It's unbelievable how good he is at like his schedule. He's just dedicated. The man is just like it's like he has a purpose, you know? Yeah. He's not he just, just it, he's not just coasting. He's like, no, nah, like I'm gonna stay true to my schedule and I'm like Yeah. And it's his in game too. The dude will just grind out a bot yeah. I guess you're you know, you know about that, but like <laughs> he'll he'll just dedicate to a particular thing. I'm really bad about content hopping, like I'll just yeah, I'm gonna do something totally different today because I feel like it. Which I think is it depends on the person. Like some people need that. It yeah. depends, but no, he's a he's a total beast. I'll shout him out for days because super humble, just doing his thing. You know. Yep, absolutely. Like he's in his lane, like just chilling. And uh, yeah. it, that, I got to give him credit because like, is some people might think, oh, you know, you're just playing RuneScape. It's not it's not hard to go live every day. You know, for nine hours or whatever he does. I'm like, yeah, dude, that's doing that long term. Yeah, it's like it's like it's a tough thing to talk about. And like, because obviously, you know, you look at it from different perspectives. Yeah. Um, And it's important to uh, to not lose touch, if you will. But like the, the, it is it, it, some days it is difficult, like no matter how you might think like, oh, it's just streaming RuneScape. It's the most easy thing ever, you know. Yeah, there's there's like a mental game to it, and so it it, it is it's it's not strenuous yeah. in 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 the way that my farm job was in high school. It's mentally strenuous. Yeah. There are some days you get into your own head, and it's it's like I I struggle yes. with this sometimes. I just I'll just get like stream anxiety, and it's really silly. I've been doing this for years and years. No reason to feel like this, and yet I have anxiety about streaming today somehow. Like yeah. you know it. There are, and again, it's difficult because it's important to stay in touch and be like, there are people that, you know, go through similar things and, and it's it's harder for them. But that, it's important not to, just because some people might have it harder, you shouldn't devalue your own yeah, yeah. struggle. You know, everybody goes through their own stuff, so. Yeah. No, that's wise. I, I just, I think like, uh, yeah, because I, I work normal jobs. I worked at this metal factory. I worked there for 10 hours, but like, yeah, you know, just shifts of 10 hours. And it's just like, you can just turn your brain off, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's like, just, with, it's just work. Yeah. It's like yeah. with streaming, it's like, you are you have constantly to... under this, like you're, you have people watching your every move basically. And it's just like, yep. It's you, you, it's, that's what I always say. Like the difference is, is let's say you're, you know, you're having a shitty Monday. If you work some office job, you can probably show up and just just get through the day, you know, just yep. fuck around, not really get anything done. But like streaming, you, you have to show up and actually yeah. like, you know, you have, I mean, you're gonna have a terrible stream if you, if you don't like, you can show up and just like, man, but yeah. you know, that that's the difference, I guess. Is yeah. It's hard to have just a, a day where you aren't into it. I guess it, it makes it very hard. Yeah. And of course I'm not 
saying streaming is hard or anything like no no and that's that, it's that, so yeah, that's why it's like i want to be real with it it's like because streaming is a blessing and like we, we both agree to it and it's just like you're doing what you want to do but you those the consistency is what i'm talking about it's just like damn like every single day it's like you don't miss a day and stuff it's like that's that's right yeah, and that would that, that would be the same thing with like a normal person <laughs> a normal yeah, person of course. it's like doing their work and like because even when i worked it's like Dude, if I could have a day off, like, oh, I take it, you know? And yeah. So those people yeah. that are really just hard workers and stuff, the same respect goes to them where it's, like, super consistent with whatever a- they're doing. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it, it's a tough one to talk about, like you said, because yeah. it's you, you don't want to sound ungrateful. You know? Exactly. That's the biggest thing. But Okay, how did the whole Hill Giant meme start? I'm curious <laughs> as well. You know, I think somebody just came into my chat one day, and they were like, bro, you look like a hill giant. And I laughed really hard. And like my, you know, my chat thought it was funny. And so that, you know, how it's like some things like that just get such a good reaction out of your chat that it just sticks. Like yeah. Just, I don't know. It, it was just like one dude who was like, man, you kind of look like a hill giant. And then everybody was like, yeah, he kind of right though. You kind of do. And then it just, it just stuck. God damn it. It has just never gone away. So yeah. And, and I, dude, uh, the other day it was so funny. I was, um, I was, I was like doing something on dead man mode off stream and this guy comes up to me at the grand exchange and he says, you are lost beast. Go back to your people and traded me a brass key. And I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, Jesus Christ dude. Oh God. Yeah. That's that, like, that's what I like about you and other streamers is like, you just don't take yourself seriously. Like, you know, if, if... I think it's really important to not, you, you have to be so able important. to take a joke yeah and uh yeah like again like i've seen streamers that's just like they take themselves way too seriously like you gotta just understand you're on the internet you're on yeah right and the thing is is like it's not gonna make it any better like as a streamer the more the more you react Resist. to that kind of stuff yeah, it's like it just you... makes it worse <laughs> exactly yeah you have to just go with it yeah okay rills asks what is your um let me try to he says what is your osrs achievement and which one are you most proud of i think he says what is your greatest osrs achievement hmm that's a that's a tough one i don't see i don't feel like i've ever done anything like that crazy achievement wise in osrs um i, I mean think third like age the, is a pretty cool achievement all i mean it's rng so i don't know what he's yeah that i guess that that's what i was gonna say is like i have stuff on my accounts that i'm really proud of but like it's all rng so it's it's all about how you define the word achievement yeah like third age was super cool um i have the inferno pet on iron mammal which i think is really cool because i, I don't know how many iron men have the inferno pet it's like you know i'm sure like a few thousand or whatever that's but it's, goals, so it's a really by un- the way and i remember it's the a clip really... of you getting yeah it too. see but that's the thing it was 2KC. Can you really call 2KC an achievement? Not, I mean, not really. So I just think it was I, perfect because didn't you, didn't you alk your Infernal Cape or something because of a charity stream or something? Yep. Yeah, I did. And then, <laughs> and then when I got my cape back, I got the pet. So blessed. Like, maybe Literally it was good blessed. karma. I don't know. It was, yeah. it was karma that got me the pet. But no, that was, that was honestly like the third age clip was, you know, nerdgasm. That may be the single most excited I've ever been on this game. Because, like, I, w- I was excited in the first place because, like, oh, yo, I got my cape back. And then I saw the pet, and it was just, oh holy, oh, I, I, you know, both at once just hit me. I was ecstatic. That's amazing. 
So my, I don't know, my achievements, I feel like, are just RNG. So it depends how you define achievement, I guess, but. Okay. Um, this is kind of an interesting question. Of, of course, we've already covered some of it, but Marin asks, I remember watching you do Barrows a couple weeks after OSRS was released, and I was so in awe at how much better you were than me. Good memory. Did you think you would get um, to the insane level you're at with content creation streaming? Was it sudden, or could you tell where it was going? Um, so I, I definitely did not like know that it was going to happen or cause like, I mean, even to this day now, like I said, I just, I just feel like I'm just a guy who just plays RuneScape. <laughs> like it, 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 it never really like fully sets in that, you know, to, to me, I just play RuneScape, hang out and it's awesome that people want to watch me. Yeah. Um, so no, when, when, especially when I, when I first started, then especially it was just like oh this is cool i'm just gonna do this for for funsies and then all of a sudden especially after i got third age all of a sudden it was like oh damn like i'm actually starting to get some decent views on my videos this is actually starting to pick up a little bit so i guess i i it was kind of gradual um you know it, it was a big spike after i got third age and then after that it, it was kind of more like gradual growth because I was, you know, consistently uploading progress videos. And um, so from there, the channel growth on was was consistent. But no, if, if you if you would have gone back in time and told 15-year-old me when Old School came out that I'd be doing this, I'd be like, nah, <laughs> there's no way. So it's it's shocking to me. And uh, I mean, as you said, streaming is a blessing. I just, it, it's it's. I, I I have, like, existential moments sometimes where I'm like, bro, it's crazy as hell that I'm, like, sitting here doing what I'm doing right now. Like, yeah. this is actually actually crazy to think about, like. Yeah. No, especially when you think of just, like, the sheer just, like, there's so, few, like, the percentage of people that can actually make content creation and stuff a thing they can do for their main source of income is it's so right. little. It's like. Yeah, it's, and, it, and a, lot and, of, a lot of it. Like, I feel like the reason it's so low is because it is really risky. You know? Oh, it is. It is. It's it's very inconsistent income, yeah. especially if you're older. You know, and you have bills and stuff. It's it, it's a gamble. It is. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it it's crazy though. I, I never thought I'd get to where I am now, and uh, I try to remind myself constantly that I'm extremely lucky that I I do get to do what I do. That's awesome. What do you think? Uh about RuneFest. I know we kind of already covered it, but uh like if there is like do you plan to go to like every RuneFest that there is and stuff from now on? Yeah, I I I will go to them as long as I possibly can. They are really really fun, you know, as a content creator, it's it's cool to be able to, you know, hang out with other streamers in person. You know, it's fun to be able to meet them and and it's all that's one of my favorite things about like the OSRS streaming community is you know, I've never been a content creator for any other community, but I just can't imagine there's no way they're, like, as close-knit as we are. Because, yeah. like, when we go to RuneFest, it's it's just, like, a group of buddies that we've all known each other forever hanging out. Like, it's it's always really, really fun. Um, what are your best then, memories of RuneFest? Because I've never been to one. I'm 
going to go to the next one whenever it is and i just so like like the rune fest portion itself is always cool it's it's really fun to be in the crowd with the energy when they announce when they announce like feeder of blood and everybody's super excited like it's it's like it's like being at a concert almost you know that energy um and then my favorite memories (laughs) okay so i can't this is hilarious i can't um impersonate him well so i'll just bear with me but one night it was after you know the rune fest stuff itself was done they just have like a big party you know pretty much the venue's open until like 2 a.m people just hang out yeah so i'm like i'm like standing around talking to people whatever and uh bodhi walks up to me and I, this is my first rune fest i think maybe what second, year is this know. do you think this would have been 2017 i think okay either either, either 16 or 17 okay um Bodhi is absolutely gone. Just shit-faced, okay? <laughs> and he he walks up to me, and he puts his arm around me. And I go, what's up, Adam? How's it going? And he turns his head, and he looks at me, and he's like he's like six inches from my face. So just imagine a big Bodhi VV just right in your face. <laughs> and he goes, I, I said, what's up, Adam? How you doing? And he goes, Mr. Mel. And then walks away. <laughs> that was it. He, he took that his arm really off and good walked away. And way. I was like, I was like, what the fuck was that, dude? I'm like, okay. <laughs> it was it was hilarious. Oh my god. Otherwise, um, this was super surreal. This was my first ever Rune Fest, so I think this was either 2016 or 17. Um, we went so we we got there like a couple of days early this was one of the first times i think jagex had like flown content creators out so they were just they didn't know what to do with us at first um so we were there like a couple of days before the event itself and at the time mod wolf um was still at jagex and he you know of course is really good friends with a lot of you know people at jagex and so we're all sitting at a hotel in uh I think just, it, it was a hotel in, uh, I forget where it was, but we get told that we are going to uh, Paul Gower's house. Wow. As in, like, like one of the Gower brothers. So we go over there, and we have a barbecue, and hang out, and we sit in the backyard of Paul fucking Gower. Like, like one of the founders of RuneScape. Yeah. That was insane. Um... He even, we went in his house and we like looked around and it was the coolest thing. When him and his wife got married, um, they had a seating chart for where all their guests were going to sit. And all of the tables at their wedding venue were named like Varrock, Edgeville, Thalador. Wow. Like, the tables were like RuneScape City. It was so cool. That's so awesome. cool to see. So that was something I'll never forget. You know, getting to go to his house was like dude like no way i'm actually here right now dude very the gowers are so humble they are i swear to god like i watched that documentary i'm just like i think it's andrew gower right he's like the main dude that yeah yep andrew gower i just look at him like dude we don't deserve you man like yeah he like you can just tell he was just like passionate it was just like yeah "Yeah, let's make a cool game and then like just doing his thing like Oh, dude, and it broke my heart when he was, like, you know, there was so much, like, pressure yeah. for him. And, like, you know, he just kind of, like, gave up the the main position, like, CEO or whatever, you know, whatever. 
yeah the main yeah board of directors you, you feel for him because you, you could just tell he cared you know yeah i'm just like damn man like you're a good guy like you're just a good human and you just yeah make it made a <laughs> just one of the most insane games of all time just Yep, and you, you just, I, I guarantee it was just one of those things where they're like, oh yeah, let's make a game, you know, this will be fun. <laughs> yeah. And then like, oh, it's kind of huge now, like, holy cow, yeah. Yeah, it's insane, I don't know. Do they attend the RuneFests most of the time? They, the yeah, they they usually do come, I've actually never seen them, I've never like talked to them at, at a RuneFest before, mm. um, but they do, I know they do show up, and I know that they have, um... I think they've even gone up on stage and, like, talked. They've, like, you know, done speeches and stuff before, so. That's awesome. One day. One day, hopefully, I'll, I'll be able to actually, yeah. like, talk I, to them. I've never been across the uh, Atlantic Ocean, so going to a RuneFest will be a Yeah, a, for RuneFest, that was my first time ever. It's it's very cool. Yeah. If you get the chance, I'd recommend going. If, I mean, I'm hoping by next year Me they'll too. bring it back, so hopefully. We'll see. Um... We're getting close to the end. Uh, okay. What is your favorite content in-game? Sonny's asking that. Um, I really like TOB. And I, I can't even necessarily put a pin on why. Like, because like, I, I, li- I like I like Chambers of Zarek as well. And you would think I would almost prefer that because there's a little bit more, like, variety to it. Because it's not the exact same thing every time. But... I don't know. There, there is something about Tob that I just really, really enjoy. Um, and then my favorite content, like when I was younger, I loved Barrows, and I also loved Dagonoth Kings. I don't know why. I just think DK is really fun as well. So, um, yeah, that's. I, I would say at the moment, really, really enjoy Tob. Can't necessarily put a pin on why. I just do. And when I was younger, either uh, Barrows or Dagonoth Kings. Yeah, I think. I think whatever you did as like a kid is gonna just yeah. It's just it's just the nostalgia probably yeah. that makes you go like this is great. But part of my was... reason why um, I know with Dagonoth Kings was pre EOC, um, they were super good money because uh, Dagonoth Prime drops talismans right and yeah. water talismans were used to train summoning and they mm. were super expensive. So and they weren't even that rare. So like between the water talismans and then for some reason dragon axes were like four mil so like like dks were just bank back in the day yeah. and that was I like end so game pvm too like yeah i mean yeah like they were they were challenging they were yeah. you know it was either that or gob wars basically so yeah that's what's crazy to me is thinking of like early release when it was just barrows and dks yeah it's like because I, like, I started when zora was already a thing and i think sir yeah. and abyssal sire or maybe did Sire come out later? But I can't even remember because I was I can't so remember. newbie. God, it's been so it's been so long. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I think maybe was I'm trying to remember if Cerberus or Sire was first. I think it was Sire, wasn't it? Maybe. I literally don't know. <laughs> I, I can't remember. I, I, my either. whole my whole knowledge of the game before like honestly 2015 and be and before that I've just lost. I don't know. Yeah. I think God Wars came out year one, though, right? Like, 2013? Yeah. Yeah, well, because Old School initially released, and it was dying. Like, it, it, <laughs> it, it got down to, like, 20,000 players every day. Like, it was yeah. pretty bad. But because there was nothing. Like, it, yeah. it, like you would level up, and then it was, like, 
Calphite Queen or KBD, and like that—that that was it. Yeah, there was no Gobblers. There was nothing to like keep playing for. So it's interesting and, how the game was so much more focused on like skilling, like in a way. Oh like, yeah, like you a- were a beast at the game if you had a ninety-nine. Like nowadays, yeah, it's like it was you like, got to have damn. an Infernal K, but like, yeah, and even then, it's just like, yeah, yeah. yeah it, Back then, it, it it's is like, crazy. Yeah, yeah. We we talk about that on my stream sometimes. It's like just. The the skill level of the average player now, and and and, and not even necessarily skill, but the knowledge, yes. the things that people know about this game on average is just unbelievable compared to what it used to be. You know, absolutely. Yeah, it's insane to just think. I even watch like old skilling videos of people like trying to come out with like innovative methods for like, I don't know. Trying to yeah, come out I, with I've, like like the tick manipulation methods back in like 2013. It's just like it's just so ancient. It's like you didn't know about yep. this. Like, yeah, I feel the same way. If I go back and I watch old uh, like PK videos, yeah, like you watch some of these old famous PKers, and it's like they were so Jeez, bad. Dude. Five tick, they were five tick God words, or what am I trying to say? Five tick uh, AGS switches and stuff. Yeah, like, like they Jesus. they were just they were just terrible. But you know, back then everybody was terrible, so they were they were good yep. in relativity. You know. Yep. No, it's it's really funny to see those super ancient videos of like <laughs> a guy attacking a guy, and he's just maining his AGS or whatever. He's, yeah, he's just whacking, <laughs> he's just him, whacking yeah. him, and the guy's just walking just with his arm. It's just like, what am I watching? Like, yeah, like are, are you why guys, did like, you do that? Are you guys like? Do you guys, like, not have arms or something? Like, move. Like, run. <laughs> like, run and, like, protect yourself. Eat. It's just like, no, nah, they just, like, are so slow with everything. Yeah. And it, the, it was such a weird thing, too, that um, people would, people would like, DM. It, it, it was, like, it was like bad manners if you didn't fight somebody to the death. I'm like, why would I just sit here and suicide? I don't even know who you are. Like, why <laughs> Why would I Why would I just let you kill me? Like, yeah. it was the weirdest culture back then. Yeah, no. It def- and I knew, uh... Like, you basically, like, yeah, there was a lot more, uh, like, integrity, sort of, in a way. Oh, like definitely, you would, you would definitely say good fight after every single fight and stuff. And Oh, yeah. It was not much, not much toxicity. I, I don't really know. I feel like it assuming. was less, and the toxicity was, like, noob. <laughs> like, yeah. It, you know. It and was that like, was toxic. Was if you got called a noob, like, jeez. Like, damn, dude, you ruined my day. Come on. <laughs> like, Okay. A cold one. Final topic we'll kind of get into, but. He asks, how did Robin fully react to you being a streamer and learning all that's involved with it? <laughs> so that was, I think that that went about as well as it possibly could have. I feel like it would have been <laughs> very hard to explain if it didn't go the way it did. So um, I'll just try to summarize as best I can. Yeah. So when, this is back in like 20, like early 2016, okay? So I'm, at the time, I'm in an apartment. I am living with roommates. I'm living with my brother and another guy. And my brother, his girlfriend at the time, worked with my now wife, Robin. So they went to, Robin and and my brother's girlfriend, they worked together. So they went to a concert together. And after the concert was over, they came back to our apartment because, you know, my brother's girlfriend lived there with us. So they came back to our apartment and Robin was uh, under the influence a bit. Uh, you had some drinks. And so she 
was confident and she heard me talking. She heard me in my room streaming, right? So she she heard me talking and she's like, what's he doing in there? And I think my brother's girlfriend kind of roughly explained it. And so she just like Kool-Aid man fucking, oh yeah, kick my door down. Like, hey, what's what's going on in here? <laughs> so at this point, I'm like, you know, I'm I'm like little 18 year old fucking never had a girlfriend. I'm like, oh no, there's a girl in my room. What's happening right now? Like, I don't know this person. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm freaking out. And my chat just eats it up. They start a sub train. So I'm sitting here waving this stupid plush banana in front of this girl. And I'm like, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> so oh embarrassed. And it was like, she she just thought it was cool. Like, she, I, I explained what it was. And I even got her to play RuneScape. She, this was the craziest thing. She had never even heard of RuneScape before. She soloed Bandos successfully. She she got a Bandos kill on my Iron Man and then like tellied out. It was the Damn. Cra- she never even she never even heard of the game. I was like, okay, this is impressive. So Damn. so literally the first time we had ever met, she was fully aware of and even participated in my stream. So luckily it wasn't one of those things like, hey, Let's go out on a date, and then you ask me what I do for a living, and I go, "Oh God, there we go." Like yeah. it, it was just, it was this is what I do. So like, there was no questions, there was no yeah. like, you know, if, if we're gonna date, this this is just what I do. Um, and yeah, so it was to to kind of just finish this up, and I'll just tell this part because I think it was really funny. So again, I'm like I'm like 18 year old, never had a girlfriend before, super awkward, and so like we streamed together. You know, it was fun. Uh, there's a really funny clip. I I, I I think I have it saved somewhere. But there is this really funny clip where I left the room to go to the bathroom. And she sat down in my chair. And she looks at my chat and she is reading it. And she just goes, no, I'm not going to show my tits. <laughs> so you just know the God chat was it. just spamming show tits. Like, <laughs> just, oh, God. The whole thing was just so embarrassing. Dude. Show bobs. Just, That's what it would be. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. God damn it. And miraculously, anyhow, after that, uh, yeah, we just ended up going out, and, and now now I'm married, so shit's crazy. Congrats. <laughs> it was a very a very irregular, uh, like, meeting story. Yeah. I think that's, I don't know, sometimes uh, I feel like young people, especially now, it's like, it, if, you're, if you're talking to somebody that's, like, you know, under 30 or something, like, they'll totally understand. I feel like the i have this impression that like if i tell people i stream they're gonna be like what like get a normal job because i think of like my parents yeah. or, my, or my like uncles and aunts just <laughs> don't understand Kinda like what, what my parents yeah, have told yeah. like all my relatives because like i have a semi-large extended family right and i'm just like yeah. oh god like because i remember um yeah I, I just remember like my nephew popped into my stream and he like made it known that like it was him that was behind the username and chat. And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, this is just awkward, dude. <laughs> like, I I, even... I've had it happen too. Yep, I have like Robin's siblings will yeah. watch me, it's and like, like oh, it's God. it's cool, you know. But at it least is, it is you weird. don't have a like a persona, you know. Like, imagine, yeah, you, it, imagine you had just you're completely different. And it's that just would like... be awkward. <laughs> that would be yeah, yeah. That'd be super weird. Yeah, it's a little weird. Uh, I've had a few friends that. See, with with me, I started when I was 23, so it was after, you know, I mean, I I still haven't graduated from college, but, like, after a few semesters of college and stuff like that, and so when past friends find out about my stream, inevitably, 
not all yeah. of them have but like a few select and they'll pop in and i'm like oh god like yeah <laughs> i don't know what you're thinking hey. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i find you just gotta kind of you just gotta embrace it you know not yeah, be embarrassed. Absolutely. like you know this absolutely. is a new thing it's very popular you know if you absolutely. think this is weird that's on you you know adapt yeah i guess yeah okay i want to wrap things up with you giving three shout outs to either well yeah basically to osr's content creators or any other person in the community that you think deserves a shout out they don't have to be the top three just three sure. that come to mind okay um let's see first one that comes to mind um probably my favorite youtube content at the moment bar none is guns chilies uh in dead for a pet series his editing is absolutely phenomenal. So if you need a series to watch on YouTube, I would recommend checking out Guns Chili. Uh, I, actually, I think his YouTube channel might just be Chili now because he had issues with the guns part. But yeah, you'll you'll find him <laughs> if you search that. Okay. So. Um, highly, highly recommend that. Um, Shout out. Otherwise, gosh, it's like so. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of who I should pick. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's tough to pick in particular. Um, you know, I, I would say a big shout out to, a big shout out to, uh, to Foe. You know, I, I think Paul is, especially if you get the chance to meet him at RuneFest, he is, he is literally the dad of the RuneScape community. Not like, not only because he is older, right? But he, he's very like mature and responsible in like helping people. Like he, he will definitely be one to like give you a helping hand if need be he will he will explain things to you he will you know he like, like i said I, the best thing i can describe him he is he is literally the, the dad of the runescape community um i would say he's you know probably one of my closest streaming friends we went we went to each other's weddings so like that's you know, awesome it, that's wholesome yeah so really good experience there and then otherwise just shout out to shout out to all my mods you know i, I will say it, it's it's cool to have like streamer friends, but um, you know there, I have mods that I've known for years and years now. A bunch of them came to my wedding as well, which was super cool. They they flew out and uh, you know they th th those are those are the kind of people that you know. Obviously, you, you have your regular chatters that you talk to on stream and all that stuff. But like I have I have a a Discord that I do with my mods that we you know will hang out off stream and we'll play games and we'll. You know, so th those are really like, you know, you have these big, yeah, you, you like most people have their friend group when they're in high school. Yeah. And then when high school ends, you know, life happens, you kind of go your own way. But so like, you know, now with all my friends being busy, I don't get to see them as often. You know, my mods are, are pretty much like my friends now, you know, yeah. where I get to talk to them about more personal stuff day in and day out. So that's awesome. It's kind of interesting being so, I don't know, like so invested in like these like it sounds like boomerish to say this but like these virtual relationships where it's like a lot of people you have never met before but it's like yeah. it's just as connected like you, you feel almost just as connected as if you like you were in person you know absolutely yeah like you can you can definitely make legitimate like Long, serious friendships friends. yeah yeah absolutely just online which is crazy how we work that way with humans just i don't know i feel like we just we have this deep desire to just connect with each other and so that 
Yeah, stuff no, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah, Mr. Mammal. Whether we're all mine or not, but yeah, it was uh, it was a pleasure, my man. This Absolute really pleasure have, to have you on. It's crazy how fast three hours flies by. It is. I was just gonna say, I'm like, oh my god, it's one o'clock already. Jeez, <laughs> it's been three hours, dude. And I'm surprised Time I didn't flies. have to take a single pee break because I always have to take like two or three. <laughs> I, I, I was just thinking, I'm like, hmm, I could kind of go for a piss, but hey, we're good. We're, we're yeah. done. We didn't have to interrupt. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jordan, it's seriously, I so much appreciate your time today. And honestly, this was a very, very fun conversation. I felt like, I don't know. We just, I don't know. It's just yeah, easy man. to talk to you, man. It's, it's awesome. Good. <laughs> yeah, I had, I had a lot of fun too. I, I really appreciate you reaching out. I Because I, I know in the past, I had people say like, oh, you should go on the Say Bay, you know, the, the, I'm like, sure. I mean, if I get invited, I'll, I'll people do that. Do it, so. People go into people's rooms, like be on the Say Bay cast, man. Like, I'm just like, dude, this is, it, it's almost look, it almost looks like I'm putting them up to it. I, I swear to God, I'm not putting anyone up to it. They just do that. And I get embarrassed. I was in, uh, hmm. I was in uh poison potions stream. Somebody, yeah. like I was just in there. And some guy's like, when are you going to be on the Sebe cast? I'm like, dude, it almost looks like I'm putting this guy up to it, you know? You're like, planting just, operatives just in the like, you're, yeah. you're, you're embarrassing me, man, and him, because he doesn't know what it is, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> no, well, I definitely knew what it was, and I, I again, I really appreciate the invite, because it, it was a lot of fun, and I'm always down. It, it, it's really, it. that's like I said, one of my favorite things about the OSRS community is I feel like the content creators are just a big friend group, like, for yeah. the most part, we all get along. We all Absolutely. interact well. So doing stuff like this is always really fun. Well, thank you again. We're going to have your um, links in the description. Of course, the majority of people listening to me have probably already <laughs> definitely heard of you and probably already followed. But I will have your Twitch, your YouTube, your Twitter. Is there anything else that you would like? No, that, that should be about all, really. <laughs> okay, guys. You don't even have to do that, but thank you. <laughs> no, absolutely. Uh Thank you guys for listening again. Total pleasure. And uh, we'll catch you on the next one. We do have a J mod coming on for the next Sebe cast. So in the next two days ish, I'm going to post it on Twitter. So very look exciting. Forward to it. Yeah. Thank you again. And peace guys. Thank you. Bye guys. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row. Dreaming of something better. Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.